0: do 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 do
1: From the Spice Minds of Cinema, this is the Uncut James Podcast, a weekly show where we talk about movies nobody else wants to talk about. This is episode number 15, and my name's Jakob. My name's Carson. I'm Alina. And I'm Jack. <laughs> there you go. Um, right, okay, and today we're also in an, let's just say, expanded roster, because for the first time, I think, in the short history of the show, we have five people uh, on the cast, and today we are joined by our good buddy, Kevin White. Hey, guys. Hi. How, so, uh, how are you, Kevin, by the way? Because I know how everybody else is. I'm pretty good. Cannot complain. Very, very good. Awesome. Cool. So, today's episode is, again, this is called a bit of a celebration because we're observing the May the 4th, Star Wars Day, although um, a bit, few days to, a few days late because by the, the time this, this thing airs it's going to be already passed. Anyway, if you're listening to this years from now it's completely irrelevant anyway but anyway like welcome time traveler from the future stay a while and listen whatever where was i (laughs) anyway um we're observing this holiday um, by talking about one of the two let's just call them non-skywalker feature films solo a star wars story however this isn't the only thing we are doing to mark this occasion as you may know this show is part of the Clapper community. You can find us at www.clapperltd.co.uk. And as such, we have recently launched a brand new Patreon service where for a small monthly fee of $2, you will get access to at least two bonus podcasts every month. I say at least because our plans have been increasing in reach and scale recently, so you can expect some really good stuff coming your way anyway. However, the two projects we are currently working on are um, are Clapper Debates and Classic Clappercast. The latter of the two is, is a show hosted by Carson, where we will pick uh, a handful of older films that tie into current releases discussed on Clappercast and break them down the only way we know how. And by no means, this show kind of encroaches on the MO of what we're doing here. These are completely complementary, so you should totally check this out. Um, now, the other show, Clapper Debates, hosted by yours truly, is a bit more undefined in that it is a platform for us um to talk about literally everything else i will say um let's just say i hope carson you don't mind we have already recorded uh, the inaugural episodes of each of these series and um i can only say that they are well worth listening to uh, in my humble opinion so in fact Let's actually let's have a listen to a short snippet from our first Clapper debate, which ties into the topic of the day because it is titled The Great Star Wars Debate.
0: And I think everything that came afterwards adds so
2: much baggage, like so much baggage, even to that first film. It's, it's hard to just take it for what it is. I wish I could. I wish I could. But I just... Every time you well, we kept saying different, I was like yeah but then you have like the film and then there's there's the rogue one and then there's there's the prequel trilogy and just um it's
1: it, summers is a weird one but the then you're, you're trying to say that say the other films ruin the first film but that's not really the case it's basically just you no. have to be able to sort of disconnect yourself from this and see it for what it is because yeah. for instance you can't you can't revenge of the Sith does not exist without the first trilogy it, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't be able to make the the prequel trilogy like start with Phantom Menace and build up to Revenge of the Sith and then to do episode four. This wouldn't work ever. Like yeah. <laughs> I
3: disagree with that statement. Okay, well that's I think that's okay. well, then, incredible <laughs> I think that's also just incredibly flawed logic to say because it yeah? was the first, it's the best. No,
1: what what's what's the payoff of, of the third one? You're you're, you're seeing a, a rise of a villain that you wouldn't even care about oh, no. because you don't. you do <laughs> the Without payoff the...
3: of seeing this guy who you've seen from an like orphan on this fucking planet? You see his entire fucking growth, and he's betrayed by the person who you see
1: a relationship with. What do you mean that what's the payoff? Yeah, what's the payoff? What what, what how are you supposed to feel? It's like oh yeah, well it's it's basically like watching Hannibal Lecter become becoming Hannibal Lecter. There's no payoff at the end, because. What, how are you supposed to feel? This is the re- revenge of the Sith. Is what it is because you know who this person becomes, and then he's eventually redeemed at the at the end of Return of I'm, I'm, not,
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. There's some bullshit takes here. First of all, now don't you bullshit really like bullshit takes that come from all your
1: mouths? <laughs> You're really like too Titanic? young to understand
0: what wisdom is. No stop. Please consider
1: subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash clapperltd. That's patreon.com slash clapperltd. For two bucks a month, you'll get two extra podcasts and perhaps more further down the line. So by subscribing, you'll also be helping a great cause of maintaining a growing independent community of film lovers that highlights young and marginalized voices in the critical community. Yeah, so that's everything for... Um, housekeeping business. Let's get on with the show and talk about 2018's solo, a Star Wars story.
2: There's no liars in this game. Just players. In the seat taken. Nobody's in the seat and
4: I ain't taken, friends
2: So this is Sabak. Uh, Sabak. Sabak. Got it. You played before. Couple times, yeah. Captain Lindo Calrissian. Han Solo. Looks like you're uh, having a good day. I'm a lucky guy. Can I ask you a question, Captain Calrissian? Anything, Han? It's Han, but that's okay. I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true.
1: Solo finds its titular character, the iconic Han Solo, portrayed this time by Eldon Ehrenreich, long before he became a cynical smuggler working for the Hut cartel over the, uh, on the iconic planet of Tatooine. He is a young, small-time criminal trying, together with his best friend slash love interest Kira, played by Emilia, Emilia Clark, to find a way out of Corellia, a pl- planetary equivalent of an industrialized ghetto ruled officially by imperial overlords and unofficially by the law of the jungle. The two are separated and Han embarks on a roller coaster of adventure that thrusts him into battlefields of imperial conquest in service of the ruthless galactic syndicates and at center of multiple criminal intrigues that will shape him into a hero that galaxy will need him need him to be later. Now, the idea for a solo film or for a solo solo movie (laughs) actually coincides or maybe predates Disney's acquisition of Lucasfilm. George Lucas originally developed the concept for the story and hired Larry Kasdan to pen the script that was back in 2012. Um, because Kasdan got also hired to, for, to write Force Awakens, he pawned it off to his son Jonathan, and the pro- project slowly gestated as the uh, Disney Star Wars saga was taking shape, with, um, and that was with the uh, Lego movies Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I think, attached at the helm already. The film was slotted for, to release between Episode 8 and 9 and was deep into its production cycle when everything put, went uh Let's just call it pear-shaped. We've talked on the show a few weeks back about a similarly troubled production of Alien 3 that involved studio meddling and a revolving door of writers and directors. And this time, thanks to the wonders of social media and the internet, the whole world was given a front row seat to observe a brutal domestic dispute between Kathleen Kennedy and Lord and Miller who did not see eye to eye at all. The pair was unceremoniously fired under the official guise of creative differences but in reality, it amounted to the directors um, being unwilling to follow the producer's advice and insisting on extensive improv as an artistic technique, and apparently that's a no-no for Disney. I think we might get to it as a in a minute anyway depend um, but what matters is that Ron Howard was hired to direct and reshot the majority of the film enough to at least uh, earn him the solo solo directing credit pun intended. Um, as a result, the film's budget grew to like. A massive $275 million and became quite the box office gamble. Unfortunately, it bombed and became the only box office disappointment in the history of the franchise. So I'd like to open this discussion with an overarching question. Did Solo deserve to fail at the box office or did, it, did the audiences fail to see the beauty hidden within it? So that's the sort of opening gambit for so your and general impression. So let's just start with our um, lovely guest, Kevin. Why don't you lead the way?
2: Well, I don't think it really deserved to not at least make a little bit of its of its budget back. But I think the fact that people didn't show up was probably partly to do with the whole backlash bullshit with uh with uh the last jedi since that just came out like six months before but then you also have the same thing with no again there was a there was a star wars movie that came out six months before this one too so no there there was star wars fatigue and i think there is still that kind of fatigue of just constantly turning turning these things out every couple of years No, it's like Call of Duty, Madden games constantly coming out, you know, you have a new one coming out every year and it's like, it's cool. It was cool for a little bit. Now it's just like, all right, can we get, can we get to something else? So it's kind of 50-50 on if it deserved to bomb or not. Like on one hand, yeah, on the other hand, probably not because it wasn't a, a terrible film in its own right.
3: You say that we're celebrating May the Fourth. Thank God this is not an actual religious holiday, or else I'd be accused of blasphemy today. This movie fucking sucks. This movie's horrible. Um, its sole purpose in existing, its sole goal, its sole you know existence is based on jerking off nerds who want to be referenced things that happen in New Hope. Literally, there's not a single point to this movie other than a reference why his name is this way. Oh, we're doing the Kessel Run. Oh, look at these characters you know from the original Star Wars trilogy. It literally, its only purpose is literally sucking the dick of nerds who like the original trilogy of Star Wars, it's horrible. I think also the biggest con, possibly in the history of cinema, is convincing people that this is some space Western. Whenever I go online, I hear, oh, this is a Western, it's such a unique take for Star Wars. There's two scenes, I'll give you two scenes that feel like a Western, you have the train robbery, and you have the standoff towards the end of the film. The rest of the film is not a Western in really any sense. This film is just horribly made. You can tell the rewrites, you know, drastic rewrites, drastic reshoots. It's an incompetent vision with a horrible moral basis. Should this fail? Yes, because ultimately media should not be just referencing something that happened in a decades-old film that people love. It needs to be more. It should be more. I hate this movie, so...
0: There's my take. I'd love to jump in after that because that, that was fucking uh, generally quite um amazing. Um, I, I I've got I'm I might be slightly more positive. I, I quite like this film. I think it's the second best sequel trilogy film bar Ro- Rogue One, and I mean that's not much to go on. But when you said at the beginning, is this you you mentioned you you quote your opening uh, gambit and. The thing that reminds me of this bombing, I don't think it's a detriment to the film itself. I think it's a, The Sins of the Father, which is The Last Jedi and the sequel trilogy to begin with. If Lucasfilm ever thought that this was going to make a billion dollars after what happened to Last Jedi, um, they are fucking mad. Like the, the, the absolute arrogance and ignorance for them to gamble on this, which if you could probably argue has got more ruin to, uh, ruin to risk um, with the Han Solo character, which is sort of the, the biggest iconography of, of, of that franchise bar, the lightsaber itself. Oh, like it's mad. Um, my opening, so I don't really have, I can't get into, I need to get into specifics more so than opening statement, but um, I, I watched this opening night. I watched all the sequel trilogy opening night. My friend Cameron worked there and um, I remember like um, he I, he was there opening night and he was like, yeah, no one's here. I mean, what do you mean no one's here? It's like, there's six people with you. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, bear in mind, I couldn't, I like, I literally had to like breathe in someone else's oxygen for the like, running time of every other film. Like, it was like, it's excess, just like fucking nerd next to me. It makes you fucking ill. And um, he was like, yeah, there's six people in this auditorium. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, did that sit then? And no, no, no one's pre booked. I remember after it was like, look, nobody's bought any merchandise. Do you want some? And I was like, um, yeah, I was like, I'll buy it. And he's like, yeah, but it's like dirt cheap if you buy like a fucking Lego, not Lego, what the fuck am I on about? Um, I'd like drink dispenser and like a popcorn tin, which I've got in my living room. So I'm, I'm the ultimate Star Wars fan because I'm the fucking freak that buys it like everyone else does. Um, I, I, I like this film for the most part. Like I said, I think it's, it's it harkens back to the original. I think it's infused with a prequel sequel. I think that's more down to Phil Lord, Um Lord of Miller and Miller and Ron Howard, um, not necessarily the castan uh, problem. Um, there's a lot of things I noticed in this time around that I was really surprised with. Um, everyone was like complaining about um, I, I, it's Alden Elric. What's his last name?
1: I think it's Aaron Rick or Aaron right Aaron Rick, um, right. I'm not sure Aaron how to pro- Rick. pronounce it.
0: But yeah, it's key it's, button yeah. Alden Errerick, right. Um, everyone was like so up in arms about the fact that he was going to play. Oh, it's going to be Harrison Ford. Like, how is he going to do Harrison Ford? And everyone was like, hire Jamie Costa, who was like, like um, I don't know, an impressionist. Like, what? <laughs> At least hire an actor. So, you know, fair, fair play that they ran a risk with it. I'm surprised that no one's ever mentioned that he like literally is the embodiment of Jack Nicholson in this film. He sounds like it, he looks like it. Every other comment like him. Yeah, everything he, everything he makes is like so Nicholson esque rather than Harrison Ford, which is so strange considering like Harrison Ford's DNA is like Im- embedded in that character. But after watching it, the same issues I had with the opening night, I still have. And on reflection of this being now three years old, those problems have got worse. And I can't really say that the, the heights of the film, which I think are the best pieces, have got better. So I would have to report that this probably would get downgraded in my opinion. That's not to say that I don't enjoy it in, in the times where it's fun. I just think there's so many opportunities here that are either mismanaged or underwhelming. And the fact of that is, is that that best describes my Star Wars experience now. So really, it does what it says on the tin, so I can't really complain. But it isn't anywhere near the, the, the fun that Rogue One was for me anywhere.
5: So, I love Star Wars, um, but I hate the sequel trilogy, and I don't really, like, have an opinion on Rogue One, and I also just, like, really don't like Solo. Um, I feel like my experience with Star Wars over the last couple of years have just been, like, immense disappointment. Um, So, like, Solo came out after The Last Jedi, and I'm also one of those people who did not like The Last Jedi, And I don't like that I don't like it because I feel like I get lumped in with all those like crazy insults that didn't like it. But I just like, I haven't rewatched it since it came out in theater. So I don't like know if I can articulate why I hate the sequel trilogy so much anymore because it's just like, I try and just like expel it from my brain because I don't want to claim it. Um, And then like going into Solo, I feel like I knew I was going to be disappointed, but I still had hope because Han is my favorite character from the original trilogy. Um, I just like had hope that I was going to enjoy it because Han's my favorite character. How could they ruin this? And they did. Um, like I was in university when this came out and I saw it on opening night by myself and my mom and sister in my hometown saw it at the exact same time. We called each other afterwards. And normally we all like like the Star Wars movies. And this was like the first movie where we like all agreed that like, what was that? What did we just watch? Like, why was it like that? Um, I think Alden Ehrenreich was, like, fine. I don't, I didn't like him because it, I felt like he didn't, like, embody Han Solo. It didn't feel like it was him. Um, but I don't think that's his fault. I think it's more of, like, the material he was given. It's just, like, overall such a disappointing movie. And when you love a character that much, it's, like, way more disappointing than just watching a bad movie. It just, like, totally, like, ruins your experience with the character.
1: Right, okay, so if I may follow up with these sort of opening impressions. Um, I kind of agree with a lot of has been said, although I disagree with, I want to say, quite a lot as well, Um, and you know who you are. Uh, um, But what what I will say is, okay, I've seen this in in the the cinemas twice, actually. Not because I loved it, loved it, and I had to see it again. I kind of watched it the first time, and then I thought, Oh, that's something different to what i expected i don't I don't quite know how to feel about this. so I just went the other exactly the next day and watched it again. Um, and that was I think that's basically just kind of hugs back to sort of the or my original question in the way I phrased it is because I think that especially nowadays with films that um let's just say have um like a rocky production cycle. Uh, things kind of tend to um, self-amplify, as in, like if you know that things are extensively reshot or there's, the directors are fired and replaced, like you know this film is not gonna, like you kind of in, instinctively feel that this got, this is gonna be a failure. And kind of, I, I have a thing that a lot of audiences kind of just came into this expecting a failure, expecting a car crash. And um, how much of this is grafted, so? Sort of, on your expectations as a viewer is a separate thing. and How much of this film it being being an actual car crash is is probably going to be a, a next thing that we'll be talking about. But, but um, I have to say that um, I don't, it's not it's not going to be a dig against Caswell. He's going to he's going to use this against me in court. I think <laughs> because I actually am one of those people who are like not that in, I was entranced, but um, I was very positively taken back by the fact that it is a western first and foremost and actually feels refreshing especially in the context of episode 7 and episode 8 which are just uh you know okay well this is just space uh, space opera right this is just trying to be something different and i actually feel like every time i rewatch this and now be the, now i think this is my fourth time i've seen this it kind of gets a little bit better because i see like i've got in my notes in here like this it's not only western that, that's just grafted into i think this this okay I'm kind of in the same camp as Jack is as in like I I really like Rogue One and uh, the more I think about it I think this is my favorite out of the sequel sort of the Disney films Um, but Solo is kind of just creeping up every single time I see it and then for for a number of reasons and then one of these is because of how close it is in spirit to the original Star Wars because Star Wars to me at least was like sort of this confluence of these inspirations from like the samurai films westerns the 1930s serials like fantasy and all just kind of smooshed into this one thing and 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 put in space and then there was just a, a like a Eton mess that was just I don't know, and it was sweet and indulgent, and just kind of was a flash in the pan, right? And this is this kind of has the same DNA, at least in my opinion, that actually is a bit of a Western, it is a bit of a heist film, it is a bit of a film noir, and and, and it is a bit of a um, even a war film in a way, because it, it has these sort of elements. In just it's a patchwork of these elements, and I can I can see how some people will be like, no, nope, that doesn't work. Fine, okay, but to me this this kind of works on on a level that is just refreshing almost because it's insanely practical it is very little sort of um, uh, green screen in there it's, everything's kind of very tactile I kind of like this about and I'm and I'm in the minority of people who actually think that yeah Alden Ehrenreich is doing a good job being um, an interesting sort of rendition of Han Solo I'm not sure if he's doing a good rendition of Harrison Ford being Han Solo however I have a thing that because he apparently spoke extensively to Harrison Ford. And I think that the main uh, advice he got from Harrison Ford was you have to point at people because that's what Harrison Ford does in Star Wars, just points at people, right? Um, but I, yeah, I kind of agree that he's kind of like young Jack Nicholson only with slightly less charisma. But yeah, I, I'm i in terms of my original sort of like general impressions, Like the more I see this film, the more I kind of like it. And then, I, yeah, it, it is... Well, you, you you can probably if you sit down you can probably see yeah it's a mess and I have my problems with it and we'll probably get to it and it there is fan service in there there is quite a lot of, a lot of it too but and yeah I don't know I kind of I kind of prefer uh, you know I like uh, if if I was a fan being jerked off by this film as uh, Carson you just put it very very sort of graphically <laughs> I kind of like to be jerked off that way. As opposed to being dragged off, the way the rise of Skywalker was supposed to jerk off the fans. Let's put it this way. So yeah, these are my sort of opening impressions. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so so I don't know. There's, there's plenty of places we can go. and We can go next. So let's just basically just open this sort of. There's a more negative part of the audience. What, why don't you like this film? Like, what's what? Okay, well, because I I know like, I I like the fact that it's a western. I like the fact that it's, it is what it is. So basically, just Carson and Elena just tell tell me why what's going what's going on in here let's
3: clarify it's not a western you there's two scenes where it's western it's not a western so it's let's just first clair, let's clarify that it's not a western so
1: it's more than two scenes um so the, well, there's, there's more than two scenes there's also like little references there there's 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 pieces of visual homage to like once upon a time in the west the good the bad and the ugly there's um, a character of um, the characters of the sort of group of bandits is basically just loosely inspired by like the um, Treasure Island. It's it's basically just, it, it, it is a sort of mess of influences from like it, pirate sort of lore or more, Westerns. The Marauders more towing, are basically. Like
2: adventure film, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Kevin, prove them wrong, please.
2: Well, I mean, it, I'd say it's more along the lines of not not like pirates, but kind of like a Pirates of the Caribbean you know, the Disney movie. You know, it's more just adventure, just you know, plain That's- pure adventure. But you no, know, the the visual elements are there. As yeah, 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 Jakob did say, like the like the first scene where uh, when uh, Han Han and Lando meet for the first time. You no, know, was that? Little shot of uh, up in between uh, Han's legs, and see uh, Lando right there, just looking up at him. Uh, it's very, very uh, clear. Uh, uh, Sergio, Sergio uh, 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 Leon reference. So it kind of is, but I do kind of agree with Carson too that it's not like a full blown Western, but it's definitely Western inspired as all Star Wars is pretty much.
5: Well to answer Jakob's question I don't like this movie because I feel like it like totally retcons Han Solo's character um I feel like not every character needs a backstory and I feel like Han Solo in particular is one of those characters that doesn't need a backstory like again I've not seen Star Wars the original trilogy in probably like five plus years but from what I like remember of like watching it repeatedly as a child it's like Han is selfish and only cares about himself. And I don't like how in this movie it like makes him out to be like a good person because I feel like that kind of like wrecks his arc in the original trilogy. I don't like how he gets his last name. Um, I also don't like how Rando is in this and yet they don't bother to make like any, um, like there's no like scenes of friendship between them. In the original trilogy, when they like meet each other again, they, like, have a report that's clear that they're friends. But in this movie, there's, like, never any points where they're, like, becoming friends. They're just kind of, like, around each other. Um, I don't like that Han has a girlfriend in this. I think, I also think she's, like, a super flat character. But, like, just, like, all the decisions they make with him, I feel like don't make sense to his character in the future.
3: I feel like the better question is what's, what does, what like, what does this film actually succeed with? What does the film actually provide other than, like, Literally just referencing things that happened in the original trilogy and just going off like, why is it popular? What is gained here? None of the characters yeah. matter. It's literally just setting up Han Solo and specifically the details mentioned in the original trilogy. I mean, it's
5: yeah, something- the only reason this movie exists is because we wanted to show what the counselor run was. We don't need to see it to believe it
3: which Uh, also like tell me tell me that like anything you imagine the kessel run being or anything you imagined any of these stories or little things being like the hype of it was what they showed in solo like all it does is demystify it and make it seem stupid like oh the kessel run all of a sudden really actually isn't that cool
1: because we saw it and it really wasn't that cool (laughs) i mean it was kind of stupid in the first place anyway like we've discussed just shortly before the show like because it was a let's just say a, a mistake on behalf of George Lucas, who probably didn't know that Parsec was a unit of, unit of distance, not time. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I've done a Kessel Run in under 12 Parsecs. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so so I, I agree, yeah, it, it is it is a bit of a mess. But then uh, in terms of sort of like fan service and then, you know, like there is this sort of, oh, Han shoots first sort of at the end, right? Because he shoots Woody Harrison because, before he even finishes the sentence, right? Um, these are bits of fan service but to me they're not really sort of detrimental to the character of, of, of Han Solo as an as a character because he in the original trilogy I think in the original film you kind of meet him as a um, well, he, well it, okay it's a bit weird because in the original Star Wars he's the everyman he's the guy you're supposed to latch onto as a viewer because you're not privy to the Jedi bullshit in there like you're sort of learning about this sort of crackpot religion together with Solo, right, in Star Wars. Because he's like, yeah, he doesn't know what lightsabers are. Like, this is basically just like a cult that kind of just got forgotten for a while. can i just um,
0: stop you can i just stop you there yeah yeah. you said that you said it's not detrimental to the character like do you not like do you not think that the whole Han Solo name thing in the opening is literally like yeah this this is something that
1: this is something that i don't like and will make an appearance later but (laughs) But, it's
0: literally but it's literally like the dawn of that character like if you're going to start things off by that but yeah how can you how can i take how can i take that writing seriously throughout the Two and, yeah. and a half hours, Jacob. But, I mean, also just
3: think you're misrepresenting A New Hope. You're definitely supposed to like stay with Luke and feel Luke because he's the one being introduced Luke. to this. Yes. Han Solo is not the every man, just casual guy. He's clearly more. He has a spaceship. No, no. He's like supposed, yeah, It's a bit the, part. It's a bit part. Yeah, yeah you're supposed world to builder,
1: be. Yeah. You're supposed to be on Luke's shoulder, but uh, Luke and Obi Wan are in, are kind of in the same headspace because Luke wants to know about certain things and he already knows about certain things. And then Hans kind of like, "What are you talking about?" Like, so, so basically, he's asking the questions that you'll be asking. Like, "What's the force? What do you mean?" Like, he's so, he's he's the sort of your avatar, at least in my opinion. But yeah, we reject, But like, past what this does
3: for the character, the film itself, what does the film accomplish? What is good about so? Like, what does this film mean? Why does this film exist? Past that.
0: No, it's a it's a it's a nerd. Um, like, it's like a a nerd's fucking. What's a Ned Nostalgia (laughs) face? Let's put it this way. That's first and foremost. Yeah. I mean, it it literally is. I think there's. I think you'd be hard. I think every ten minutes, you could point something out. If it's not Darth Maul turning up at the end, which like on the surface is quite cool, but when you think about the 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 actual depth of that, it's just either to tie back into the Clone Wars, which they seem to have prepped anywhere for its revival, or they had no fucking idea what else to do aside for just. Uh, bring in like the, the defect Machina but it's like the whole stuff when like um they get they get to uh, wherever they go to mine and like the, the the uniforms back out or you know there's certain things that you see in the background it's just like I don't think this film stands upon one original bone in its body and I know it's difficult to sort of say that when it's like the eighth entity in, in a franchise but if you can't evolve I just I don't see really the point of manufacturing this society. And especially like when you're looking at an iconic character I think you're doomed to fail, and I don't think a studio is that stupid to sort of br- uh, build this, release it, knowing full well it will underwhelm. Aside from being just a cash count, I think that's what it's essentially. I mean,
2: is. This is I, Disney we are talking about here. No, so. of
0: course, no, of course. I, 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 <laughs> I think I, I, just think with this franchise, it's, it, it's, it's a catch twenty two. You, you, you release it, and it get, it, it may get favorable reviews, but people will be annoyed by it because of purists out there. And then if you fuck it up you 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 lose them you probably make money but you lose the purists as well i think if disney know that and obviously they rectified that with Rise of skywalker this has been brought out for the money the, i think they knew full well i mean i think the cast downs don't do anything for this i think the one thing i noticed when i first watched it was how poor it was shot and i think in my in my um, in my review what I, I i named drop is it is it um Brad Brad Young. yeah yeah but but then it comes out two months later that, that he, they didn't follow his specific requests of how to showcase it, and you just think, if that's how ignorant and naive a studio is to, to, to maximize the experience, and again, like we're talking about a narrative, we're talking about the writing here about oh, it's Han Solo, if 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 if, and that that's on a basic level. If you're if you're producing that and showcasing that to me as an average audience, and I don't take that seriously, and that's your opening ten minutes, how can you afford to have me on board to the ending? And and again, like. More as a cinephile aspect of it, looking at th- through um, an analytical lens, which uh, granted, not not a predominantly amount of people who watch this will do, and they probably won't care. But if you're going to throw your um, uh, excuse me, cinematographer under the bus, how can you have how can you demand any respect of me as, as to as to sort of appreciate it's the end of it? I feel like the more I talk about this, I'm gonna I'm gonna get really annoyed with it again. And I'm not going to go down the Star Wars route. I'm going to go down the the look at it as a singular film. Mm -hmm. And I look at it very similar to Tenet, whereas I look at it and I think, I can understand why you try to do that. And I can understand why people would find that interesting. But on the basis, on the bare bone of it, this film is nothingness. And I don't want to do this because I I actually quite like the film, but it's it's podcasts like these and discussions like this where you hear multiple... Because when Carson spoke... I feel everything that Carson said. I honestly believe everything you said to be true, which for you, Carson, I mean, that will not become to a surprise. But then Alina spoke, and I felt exactly the same as Alina. And then Kevin spoke, and I feel exactly the way as Kevin did. And I can understand why you, you would like it, Jakob, but at the end of the day, I don't think you could argue against this being a lifeless, boring, inadequate entity that is there to make money and nothing else. I think it underwhelms on every single thing. J- just, just, I don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to cut anyone up. But can we just talk about the the the, the people of color in here? I, I don't want to sound like a fucking snowflake, but we have this discussion every fucking week now, right? And they get rid of like the only character, well, the second character in here. Like this, and 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 it's like she's like the, the most interesting character. She has charisma. She has flair. She's, you mean, she mean Tandy Newton. Nothing to do. It? Yeah, she has nothing yeah. to do. But well, she,
1: the, well no she's instrumental to to, oh, please, to, to something to she, she has stop. like 10 she has no, like she 10 doesn't. minutes of screen stop. time yes no, but she, doesn't. in terms of stop no no but in terms of her story like she, 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 she does something important right
0: shutting your butt down no you're making excuses up for it she has I'm one good excuses. element where han talks about wanting to be on her on, on his own and, and she says it's good to have a partner which is a, a small theme that resonates throughout the the, the period of the film, which ultimately comes to nothing because we know the character anyway. She has one scene on that fire and she probably steals the scene. She has nothing to do. Where she goes out is pointless. It's redundant. Why didn't, why does she blow it up? They're just going to like, doesn't Chewbacca untrack it anywhere? Like to me, it's just, it's it's redundant. And and that's a
3: perfect point for why like the screenplay is such an issue. Her entire character was a rewrite. Her entire character was added in after the fact.
1: So that, like exactly, the script is incompetent. I agree. I mean, the script, the script is a mess. I mean, like, like it, it, it starts with like the Han Solo be origin origin of the name. Like at this point, I'm 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 kind of thinking like, is this like a Lord and Miller sort of addition because it's kind of supposed to be funny and tongue in cheek. And then the, uh, no, you I, you can't. The, that's not funny or tongue in cheek. That no, but yeah, that, I don't but, think but film but Lord then, is, Lord yes. would be that lazy.
0: Do you think anyone's
1: laughing? At, like, yeah, like, seriously, laughing? I don't, I don't, I ah, don't think anyone's ah, laughing. I think, so uh, so I think together. it was, it was written with an expectation for someone to laugh, and I think they failed. Oh my god!
0: Like, wow, these people. I don't think these people live with other human beings. To that, no, no, but uh, I, I would accept them. I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't that I, in the, the look trailer?
1: room thinking, "This is, this is funny. Let's do this." I'm pretty sure I was in the I trailer. Remember, so they obviously I had faith in the line. So. Yeah,
5: I remember seeing it in theaters and people just like groaned. Mm. like you should not have people groaning in like the first 10 minutes of a freaking movie you should...
2: it, it was it's it's as bad as the end of rise of skywalker was raised being like oh i'm, oh, I'm ray yes. skywalker <laughs> and then that's the yeah. end yeah there's a trend building. It, 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 nice. it is on par
1: mm-hmm. Carson, what do you have to say for this <laughs> No, I mean I agree. I think
3: that a moment in execution rise of Skywalker, even though I love that film, is like horrible. I think what it means thematically is good, but I don't think the execution is good at all. Yeah, well,
0: I think we we, we agree on that yeah. as well. I think again, but that, that's a that's a running trend for these films. It's there's, there's there's good thematics here. It's interesting to look at a um a working class uh person within this universe, but I feel like this is a trend for every single fucking Star Wars film, is that all these people who we talk about, if it's Rey, if it's Luke, if it's Han, whoever it happens to be, everyone starts from nothing. They're always poor. They're always working class in slums. And then they go after the rags and riches and they become part of an institution. And these institutions, I think I think the one thing that Last Jedi does very well is that depending on what side of the conversation you're on, there is negativity, you know, that the rebels buy weapons, you know from from other people to kill other people like, I know that it's like people would find this pathetic but I think the death star argument's really interesting that the one thing that Zack Snyder did with the, with the Man of Steel and, and the Batman versus Superman was that he explored the idea of mass um genocide and, and destruction which in, engulfed his films which I think is really interesting to look at the human equivalent of what that would happen you know people died in 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 those um events let's explore them the one thing that Star Wars never did that I would find very interesting is that the rebels destroyed the Death Star, the, the millions of people who were there. I think that's a really interesting to have a look at it, not because I think the Death Star, people on the Death Star or Stormtroopers' lives mattering like that. I just think it's very interesting to look at the human psyche there. But every single character comes from nothing, goes into an institution of money and wealth, and then we never explore the slums again.
4: Well, I, I find the that very...
1: you see in the same film before before that, the Empire blows up an entire planet full of inno- innocent people just oh, yeah, extracting information I'm, out of anyone. But I'm not, so I'm, I'm, not I'm not, I'm not talking about like I don't want to, I don't want to go into depth
0: about stuff like that. I'm just saying that it would be an interesting aspect to explore. We always get told we'll explore the like. I want to just, I want to look at the minimalistic human or lower life of this. The best thing about this film is that no one has a lightsaber. I think we yep. could all agree on that, is it? You can. This film proves in how inadequate it is to begin with, but it proves that you don't have to have a lightsaber to make a Star Wars film. And, then, until oh, they, Darth we, Maul shows up at the end. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Which, and then he and he puts like, and he Wars, and it's like ninety percent done all the time. It's like <laughs> you, my, according to my it, 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 according yeah, to my no, know, he's, it, he
1: doesn't even have to have a lightsaber. He put he he brings a lightsaber using the force, and then then switches it on for for effectively a zoom call. Like, <laughs> yeah i mean
2: it's, it's like people who pose with guns in their photos so, yeah we, we I
1: mean, can, no, but, you is, but uh, can, uh, back, can, hold okay. on just back to the people to of go color go because we're drifting away back hold on um you, you did, he, can, did,
0: did he tell me to hold on
1: yes hold on because you're moving on from 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 one thing to another and then there's one thing that i wanted to kind of quickly touch on because you brought it up um, right. so yes tandy newton let's just say underused right i think we oh, are that's that's
0: an understatement there
1: i'm trying to be polite in here yeah but there's the character of well there's uh donald glover there's and there's the um a whole bunch of the the marauders are basically all i think i think they're all people of color and then the, the leader was what i just googled her name erin erin all. It that's also
0: in the falcon the window soldier who gets the same treatment as well yeah, <laughs> yeah, <but> she's <laughs> literally
5: the exact same character
0: yeah,
1: and, uh,
2: I was just talking about. Yeah, it's, it's... but then
1: if, yeah, but then again, if you if you read what she has to say about the idea of of being there, I suppose like well, she has to say things because Disney is. Uh, oh, if, didn't she if, get paid? If she, if she speaks against Disney, she's never going to get a job again. Have you but... noticed
0: that nobody has come out and said anything about Laura Miller in this as well? Because they've all signed NDAs not to talk about it. Uh, None but, of the primary cast members have I'm ever come surprised. out and said otherwise. I'm not like surprised. it's a joke. Like, I, I I again, like, what's she going to say? Like. Like even John Boyega, like when when he did the protests in London with the Black Lives Matter earlier this year, I think he 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 said, Oh, you know, um, you know, I, I could get killed for this, I could lose my career for this. You know, I think he's he's talking on more, more levels of going into corporation as well. But I don't think that's discounting working for a corporate entity such as Disney and Star Wars. I think they have the reach to stop him from working again. Star Wars was there before him, and it'll be there after him. And he's a footnote as much as anyone else will see it they're not going to come out and say, well, you know, this experience was horrific. I think ma- many people have said it a decade later, like you and McGregor said it was tough. Not tough as in he found it tough. It was like just George Lucas was was difficult to work with because he never worked with actors. I know Liam Neeson said, like, it was like working with green screens. But no one's ever really come out and, and utterly slated it who was a primary cast member. I know that um, Peter Mayhew said a few things as well. And I know that... Um, the Darth Vader, Darth Vader actor who they would didn't well, David, they didn't David they, the actor who played Jar
2: Jar Binks came out yeah so too. yeah but
0: the, the the guy who played Darth Vader was really interesting because I read somewhere I can't remember what someone might know this day, but Disney ref- or Fox whoever it was refused to acknowledge him in public materials because then they would have to have paid him like a significant yes. amount of money uh,
1: yes that's true and then, which because, then he had to go to like comic um, but the uh, yes and but and then weirdly enough that's based on an allegation because in 1980. One, when Empire was supposed to come out. So whenever they were filming Empire, right? So the uh, Luke, I, well, no, I am your father line was kept secret. It wasn't given... Uh, well, would had been 79 because Empire came out in maybe there. No, okay, so 79. Yeah. So when they were film, filming Empire, they, Lucas was very sort of secretive about um, giving people li- lines because he didn't want anything to leak. And this leaked to the press. And they accused Prowse of doing this. And and he then said on record in, in the documentary that he, they shot like a few years ago that he didn't do it, right? But they shut him off. And then what they did is they, they shot his scenes in London in Pinewood and they fucked off to America and they shot ADR lines with James Earl Jones um, and the lines were different, right? Um, and then uh and and also on top of on top of that they reshot a few things and they didn't invite him to reshoot certain things so so certain things in empire are shot with someone else in the costume as well because and then also he didn't get invited to things he he basically was like a pariah because george lucas actually believed that he was the one who leaks the press and they and he never spoke to him again uh to the point that in Return of the Jedi, when Joe, when he had the opportunity to have his face on the screen, it's a different dude. In like, it's not David Prowse because you could you could see because David Prowse ha- had um, like he had like a massive cross-eyed situation going on. Um, like he 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 had a very sort of let's just call it spe- peculiar look. Like right? so you wouldn't mistake him for anybody else. Um, and then another situation was where. Um, he had the sort of the fourth ghost at the end. That was another person as well, right? That wasn't him. And then they replaced him with Hayden Christensen in 1999 or 2004. I can't remember. Yeah, now. 2004. 2004, yes. Um, so I don't think it was
0: 2004, I think it was 2011.
1: Or maybe, for, maybe for the Blu-ray release. Yeah, because yeah, they they kept making changes for like especially yeah, yeah, no, no, it the was the two thousand
0: four one. So I,
2: I had that when I was younger.
0: It's not two thousand and four. It's not because it sure. he, he, it's he, his his, his the, the the use of footage is from Actually, it, might, it might
2: have been two thousand six. I think I do remember there was a special edition that came out then too.
0: Right,
2: because
1: when he did Revenge of the F- Sith, it must have he, been you know, after Revenge of the Sith then. Well, because it yeah, looked
0: exactly the same. Yeah, because he did the one. pickup shot of the empire and empire the yeah. emperor and an empire as well.
1: Well, yeah. So the point I'm making it's is this: this isn't a Disney thing. It's also Lucasfilm and George Lucas. Like they have a history of remistreating their cast. So that's well. That's I mean, a, I mean,
0: yeah. not to. I won't want to point fingers because I think the whole industry is like that to begin with. So it's difficult to. I mean, the people are shitty people in this industry. I wouldn't trust anyone as far as I could throw them, which is not all very far.
1: No, but then, okay, like, rolling back to the sort of Carson's original question, what does this film add to anything within this sort of... Is it within Star Wars universe or no, in general as a not. film? No, absolutely not.
3: I'm talking about in this film, as a film, as a singular film, what does this movie accomplish? What is the point of anything in this movie? What well, is not, the... Not same thing
2: mm-hmm. as like any Braun Howard movie, which is just entertainment. Literally, yeah, that's, 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 that's literally I think, where I think, it I think even that's a stretch, and begins. Though. You can't... That's true, too, but... Sure oh, okay, okay.
3: Somewhere, somewhere. aside from, on, aside from the So we're here on a podcast saying this so we're here on a podcast saying this saying this is an un, possibly an uncut gem but the film is also completely empty It has nothing to it uh, and it try the only thing it rests on is being entertaining and hey it's not really entertaining what's what's the thesis here give me no, a reason why this film is like worth any amount of time well, to
1: watch this, well the film has had a, a rough a, let's just call it a rocky road and then it, the question is whether it's uh, whether it's fair or not i mean it might it may actually be one of those that it's like what had it had it to come up and it's a mess it's fine right it's part of the part of the experience of doing this but and I i would actually say that i actually find it i don't want to say refreshing but actually nice that at least for once in a star wars film this doesn't tie into anything in in a meaningful manner apart from like a few little things it doesn't it doesn't have it. it, it baggage its baggage is kind of purely relegated to second-degree fan service, like you know, hand shooting first or uh, name-dropping the huts or something like that.
3: You're saying the Han Solo origin movie
1: doesn't tie into anything. No, I mean, in like say, out of the films that are not Skywalker <laughs> saga, this one doesn't really tie into anything in 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 the same way the others do. Like Rogue One actually ties into the original Star Wars, imme- like literally, right? It ends with where the other begins. This one right. ends this with them going to Tatooine to Well, that's go. not fa-
3: that's not yeah. fair, Yaka, because this it, years, this like was actually years the
0: Clone Wars, doesn't it? Like it does tie into mm-hmm. the end of it, just not the cinematic equivalent. Yeah,
1: but then I can I can see it. I c- I can I can see a universe where I where I see this as a sort of like this is kind of like the most standalone out of all of them because it's just like yeah, I don't I don't really have to know anything it's probably it probably well, yeah oh, that's
0: not true stop that's and not you're not going to get any I,
3: enjoyment like, from any of it unless you know the original trilogy and you know what they're referencing <laughs> like that's exactly. all this. i
1: mean this time i specifically watched it without without the sort of expectation of just being being jerked off with these sort of um uh, references and kind of just yeah as i say, it works to me as a the high the sequence is, is is good train robbery rocks uh, and as a piece of entertainment that kind of just takes these sort of references from cinema or popular culture, it kind of works for me. Like If you disregard everything else, it is kind of like, I don't know, it's it's interesting to watch. I like, that those two hours and 15 minutes that I kind of just was happy to, to, to spend.
5: Well, I think it does like tie in to the original trilogy. Like it's literally about Han Solo. And then like also <laughs> oh, at yes. the end, yes. like when Darth Maul pops up and then cures is like doing whatever the hell she's doing, they're like trying to make it go somewhere. And it's supposed to, there's supposed to be like a storyline that continues from that, but it just doesn't go anywhere because nobody cared to show up for this movie. But like, they're trying to tie it in.
1: It wasn't supposed to to have a sequel. definitely I think like why
5: would why would why would Darth Maul pop up and not mm. have anything to do with this? why would you give me Darth Maul and not do anything with I, him? I would
1: say because I don't know Kathleen Kennedy and everybody else in there it basically just there, there was like 20 people writing lines in there or, or like replacing characters like Paul Bettany was brought in last minute because Michael K Williams dropped out and that was another black character like, that they that they got rid of no, like, no offense to anyone they also actually covered him in makeup apparently because he, he he wasn't well, that, that, yeah. no
0: Paul Bettany's on record as saying that when he shot his scenes, he had no facial scars. And then in post-production, when he saw the film at the, the premiere, he did have them. Jagain goes like just sums up Disney's creative like task. How yeah. can we make a character fierce or in any way tense? Let's add facial scars to him. To me, I just fucking lazy like that. First of all, that's incredibly rude and ignorant and quite offensive to people who actually have. Uh, the, the, those scars to begin with, but also like how fucking lazy as as a as a as a what convention in c- not only like cinema, but I mean fucking hell, in genre is this pathetic?
1: I mean, but, and then, again, like, but, but
0: this, Michael, this kind of yeah. I just finished. Michael Kenneth Williams actually has the, the, those because he has a Glasgow smile, and like to me, if you're in, if I'm inferring one and two and getting three, if you you cast Michael Kenneth Williams for his scars in real life, which that's that's mm-hmm. that, he's. As a performer, he has them. According to The Wire. According that's what to that's the what they
2: did of The Wire. Um, yeah.
0: According and, to, but, to what I read, well, he wouldn't finish, even so show please, his please, face. Please finish. If you're going to hire an actor, right, and you're going you're to have him to, to show, showcase his villainous because he has a, a, a facial scar, that's fair enough. It's part of Michael uh, Kenneth Williams' but, DNA. But that
1: wasn't the case. But
0: but if you're then going to hire a secondary actor and then have it have post-production, uh, implement facial scars on, on him, to me, I'm just like, well, Langley, like this person's not like a fucking piece of meat. You can't just use uh, a facial scar that he has in real life and then reacquire it and put it digitally on someone else to infer that, he, that he's villainous. To me, that's like that's really fucking blurred lines. There, that's really dangerous.
1: Um, hold on, just to put this in perspective, Michael K. Williams was not supposed. I think I don't. I don't think he was supposed to actually have his own face anywhere in, in there because he was supposed to be quote. Uh, were described by him by, by himself as half mountain lion, half human, and he was full mocap. Slow. So, right, we'll, like, well,
0: again, the point it,
1: stands: it, Disney shit. We, but like, we well, yeah, well, so but then it kind, tells, it kind of just tells. <laughs> Welcome. I'm not bothered. I, again, yeah,
0: fair enough.
1: <laughs> no, Fuck but him. then okay, just for the purpose of the discussion, like it kind of shows you that w- where Disney is, and then what they w- like their true colors are here, because they will say they they replaced him with Paul Bettany not because of whatever. Uh, they said they, they well he didn't have time he was doing something else and they said well if you, if you don't have time we'll replace you because we we have our schedule we need to keep to the schedule we're already does, didn't he say that
0: like he'd shot eighty percent yeah of his scenes and then instead of like either
4: uh, filming around
0: said, it or getting back in post they shot like a hundred more percent from Paul Batman how
4: yeah, does so that it
0: fucking work how was removed from the final CGI film. character Something's not right about that story. That makes no sense. Why would you hire another actor, which would cost millions of dollars, rather than CGI another character that you've created eighty percent for? That Doesn't was, make any fucking cheaper. sense.
1: That's pretty much what it was. At this point, they were probably already two hundred and fifty million in, and then and also it, it also kind of gives you an interesting wrinkle because you've you've touched on people of color. Disney, I think. I mean, Kevin, you may want to chime in on this. Uh, what you what you think about Disney uh, has a history of trying to break into China as a market because that's an amazing amount of money for them. And oh, then yeah. the, the thing about the Chinese market is they're not very fond of people of color. Yeah, I mean, I mean, perhaps when, let's, when, let's not. Let's, let's no, but then the, Disney has, ha, is on record of changing the Black Panther poster oh, covering yeah. well, Chadwick Boseman's face. Um, it's like removing John Boyega from posters. Like this, this, this They do shit like this.
0: Perhaps the corporate entity of China. Let's not just sum up a, a group of people. No, not, uh, uh, China as a market. It, this it, is uh, what Disney yeah, that's, will that's, sell. I stipulate, yeah, specifics. Yeah. China as an economic market. That's what I said. People. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: I'm yes. going to eat my cheesecake. Apologies.
1: Although you do, although you you will probably like if you dig on YouTube, you'll probably find people just visiting China and just just showing you place places like where like shops where like people do have like signs like black people not welcome like this. Well, you have that in America too. You had 76 million people vote for a Nazi. So, you know, what are you going to?
0: I've been to Japan and people were like making remarks that black people smelt on trains.
1: Yeah. So
0: I've seen it firsthand in Asia. I was going to say a, a mass amount of people are like that. I think it's a certain generation, but unfortunately, if 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 they're pandering to this, yes, yes, which is a problem, and I, I, and again, it's problematic. But they have to break down that barrier to filter um, those faces, those voices in cinema, so that the next generation in these places can get, you know, so, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, being yeah. able to uh, access different types of, you know, ethnicity. That's the only way you can do it. Again, you're going to make the point here that Disney's got its fucking cock in its hand because it can't do it. I'm afraid that it needs to because if it doesn't break down that barrier itself, it's not going to be fucking broken down by anyone else. So I have absolutely, and let me just state this quite clearly, I couldn't give or I, I couldn't hold any emotional value or, or any sort of respect from a company that could easily do what they do and they don't purely because of a monetary issue. They can get fucked if they think I or you should make a, a comment or a reason of which why they shouldn't do that. If China doesn't, is not able at this point in time or, or, or un, un, unable to understand its problem, its economic problem, right? That's not a detriment that Disney can't do it to begin with. I'm sorry, but that, that conversation has gone on for far too long. And, and at this point in time, it's the LGBTQ kiss at the end of the uh, fucking Skywalker I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, that shit does not fly anymore. The fact that they they, they did not put down on, on the Chadwick Boseman thing of Black Panther or the comments you've just made, the examples, that's not good enough anymore. If that gets signed off in China, that's Disney's issue now. If they don't want to push for it, then I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't think anyone should have to defend them
1: whatsoever. If they want to make the bed; they can fucking lie in it. This so let's see. This, this is a this is a forum for discussion now in here because we have people of color here. We have Kevin. We have Alina, and we have people. We have representatives of the LGBTQ plus community. What where, what do you guys think about this sort of? Um, here it is from from the horse's mouth. Right, Disney's practices, or in general, like corporate practices of trying to pander to China as as a market be, based on what they think will sell and then sacrificing let's just call it politely moral integrity in the process yeah but why why, why are you doing this thing why, why are you saying like to do it politely just say what it is
3: Yeah, I don't know, like, what takes you think we're going to take about, like, a company buying into racism and homophobia. Like, fuck them. Like, clearly, like, (laughs) fuck Disney, fuck you for being racist, fuck you for being homophobic. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't don't know how this, like, really relates or, like, how deep this is going to go. Like, it's disgusting. I've made the case on podcasts, but I think specifically the Pride special, it was, like, Yes. Even if like there are films in America where like trans representation are not played by trans characters they're played by Eddie Redman. And I said, at least, you know what, it's getting the stories out there that is making progress in some way, even though it's not where it needs to be. At least that means people who might not respect trans stories or understand them are going to see them. Yes, it's Eddie Redman. Yes, it's you know, it needs to be better eventually. But at least that's making progress. Editing out a gay kiss at the end of the movie is not making progress. Disney is not making progress. They're pandering to old beliefs and not moving forward. Ford. fuck them. Like, I, 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 it's just
1: a weird point to bring on. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, we're, uh, we're having a discussion already. Yeah.
2: you well, uh, no. oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I mean, no, go ahead, Kevin. Go I'll talk after. Uh, you, uh, well, I was going to say, and Carson's not, not entirely wrong. I mean, nobody's really wrong about that. You know, Disney tries to have their cake and eat it too, essentially, when it comes to a of these kind of issues. You know, if you see anything Disney does nowadays, you know, they're. You know they're all over trying to celebrate Black History Month or Women's History Month or Asian or, or South Asian Pacific Heritage Month or any of these kind of things. So, you no, know, they're corporate. They're corporations, so they're gonna pander to whoever they can, and try to maximize the profits as much as they can. So, it's it's sickening knowing that you know, no, no, they want to try to have my business, but at the same time. Do very little and actually, you no, know, trying to keep my business, especially with you no know, a lot of their actions that they take, especially with you know, within the Chinese market, you No, know, it's very, very disagreeable a lot of the times.
5: I just think it's really shitty, like how much Disney succumbs to China purely because of money. That is the only reason for it, um, and. I think that's just, like, the most, like, disgusting and disrespectful thing ever, especially with, like, China's treatment of, like, minorities. Like, Disney has the, like, power and money to, like, take a stand against that and, like, put these things in their movies. It's not going to, like, t- destroy them if one of their movies gets, like, banned in China. And it's really shitty that they um, just go for money. But that's what they do. They're a corporation. So, like, I'm not surprised at all. I just, it's still disgusting.
1: Well, you know, right. they, they filmed Mulan like fifty miles south from like concentration camps, right? So didn't uh, exactly. like, like, moral it's just... moral compass is mm-hmm. literally just the, out the window. The, right?
2: the 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 lead actress comes out in support of the yes. cops, like a day after they they shoot a they shoot a protester.
0: I mean, yeah. let, let's so... just, let's just double down on what Alina said. though. um, let, 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 we're not talking about like a like an independent business here, like a shop that if he doesn't sh- doesn't like sell a packet of crisps from a corporate or like. So, like they'll never ever be able to like, sell anything ever again. you know This is a mass multi-billionaire company that is refusing to further, uh, to further embody, you know a, a more re- well-rounded you know a, 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 So, so to me, they refuse to acknowledge or further um, showcase a well-rounded and a bona fide cast that further, you know, represents uh, the people who, who watch these films. I don't think, like, I don't give a shit that Disney might lose $100 million because they won't show it in China. Then don't show it in China. Take a stand. And, and, and the thing about, like, if Disney really, either really gave a fuck, right, they wouldn't show these films in China. The, the, the issue that's happening, the concentration camps now with the Muslims in China, which predominantly 90% of world's media does or refuses to acknowledge or wants
1: to showcase... Well, no, no, it, it is show, it is showcase. It also, it is no, it's in, not exactly. No, it's British... it. no, no. No, BBC has done quite a lot on this. Like you have to kind of give credit where oh. credit is due. For instance, like, no, I'm not, giving, I'm not giving. I'm
0: not giving. That's a that's a fucking job. I'm not going to give a new well, service yeah. credit.
1: And then and they're doing their job. It's don't a they? And then Andrew Andrew Marr had had the Chinese ambassador over, and then he grilled him over this, didn't he?
0: I'm I'm sorry that's not good enough. I I I'm there sorry. Are literal, I mean,
3: concentration ca- literal concentration
1: literal concentration camps. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Like, no, an- they're not no, doing no, but Andrew Andrew Marr <laughs> had the Chinese ambassador on his show and he showed him the photograph well the, the video footage from like the drone footage from the people being rounded into into trains and he was like what the fuck is this? Tell me what this is. And the guys like I don't know. This could be fake. No, it's not fake. What the fuck? Like he had like, those. I've seen in, the clip. I know. Yeah. I know the frame of so, reference. So yeah. he, So he, you know, like there are people who are doing their job. So why isn't Disney then? Okay, well, because yeah. Disney wants. To, because <laughs> Disney is a two hundred billion dollar company um, with a massive political sway, and they see China, China as another two hundred billion dollar uh, market. That's why that this is this is basically what. That's it is. not good enough for me. Well, no, it's well, not good it's,
0: enough. But that, that's that what it is. Be good enough for the audiences as well. Oh, well, the so- same
5: thing that the, the same thing that Disney is doing with like movies in China is the exact same thing that like the cosmetics industry is doing in China. Like um there's all these like big huge makeup companies that make billions and billions and billions of dollars around the world, but choose to sell in China because it's a big market. Um and because they sell in China, they have to test on animals because that's what China's laws are. And they'll like claim over here in America, like, oh, yeah, we care about animals. We don't test on animals, but we sell in China. So technically we do. Everybody, corporate entities care more about money than they care about the world. And that's just the way it is. And it's really disgusting and unfortunate. And the only way that that gets like stopped is by not giving those companies your money. That's as simple as it is. But when Disney owns everything, it's really difficult to do, like not to give them money.
1: No, but but it's possible, right? So it, it is our choice. Like do do like would like you know we can always put our money where our mouths are and say like canceling Disney Plus, right? And so I and- cried
0: myself to sleep when the shares dropped. I couldn't. I, I was weeping in bed. I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> I thought, what what will Disney do now that the the share, uh, shares have dropped one percent? And I was I, honestly, I was I was uncontrollable and crying in bed. Like, for seriously, let's get like I don't, who gives a flying fuck about Disney who make billions and billions. The the, the the matter of the fact here is if they are unwilling unwilling to make a stand now over the last five years why why would they deserve any respect from me at all and it's easy to say well why should you respect a corporate entity it's not no. that I, I i should respect them they should respect me if i'm buying something from them i would I, i'm i think everybody here is owed a decency of acknowledgement and respect that we're giving them money. If they're not making a stand and saying, look, what we're seeing now is not good enough. Therefore, we're going to put our money where our mouth is. And we're not going to release our film into China. And people go, like, what? The Hollywood Reporter, Variety, what? How can they not? They're going to lose $350 million or $500 million. Yeah, that's the point. it's so easy to think about. It. Why don't they just do it? What we- does so, like, again, like, because you have a black character, Lando Carillizian K- K- and, and Donald Glover, like is are we going to sacrifice three hundred fifty million dollars over a person who has had to fight day in day out throughout his career to, to have that that to be get to that point to have his character showcased? I think they can take the fucking hit there. I'm sorry, like I'm I just I don't have any any moral compass when it comes to disney which they don't anywhere i don't like, oh, fuck them who cares well can we clarify
3: that it's not just the china thing like even in yeah, like definitely the, the u.s and stuff like they made a very clear choice to put their gay teen show on hulu or through star rather than disney yeah. plus they well, yeah, switched, like in, in america they, did, they didn't
1: cover this. chadwick bosman's face on the poster like let's just let's just make make like i know it's not yeah, okay I know but know america's sensory, in a very weird teen place content and, fuck you like no no america, yeah. america's in a weird place anyway <laughs> But it's a the no. Voice it's marketable
3: of, in America to promote Black Lives Matter and promote Black voices. It's marketable. They make money. They look good that
1: it, way. It, well, it's marketable, and it's also not illegal to do this. Like in Mark, in, in America, you have like freedom to say what you what you say. Do this, but it's China not that it's prison. illegal. That's no.
3: That's absolutely a false take on this. Because if they thought it was marketable to do queer voices, I guarantee you would see a gay character, a gay major character. They don't actually care. It's not like oh, they're forced, but their hands are tied. They consciously don't want to do this shit. Very consciously. Like, I just, I don't know. I I, I mean, it's very, far away from
0: Solo at this point. I know be it's it because of board <laughs> members. But it's an
1: important it, discussion to have, I think. Of, it's
0: because of board members who are shareholders, who hold, and I, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to fly in full, but they hold Republican values. Bob Iger yeah. will probably run for president. There are other shareholders. He was supposed, who, he was supposed who to are, be a Democrat, right? Well, who Robert. do not want to go against the grain in order to be able to back a high, vast amount of public support and therefore audiences? Are you going to vote for someone who may raise um, nurses and, and staff members at schools money? Are you going to vote for the person who made fucking Star Wars episode 16 who brought you joy for an hour and 23 minutes and you paid $38 to see it? I mean, public opinion will sway for the latter rather than the former. That's how it works. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say that 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 is it. It's just share prices that will fall. I mean, again, but like we go back to Disney, is that, isn't it so interesting how they won't fall on the sword for a couple of hundred million dollars in order to stand against something else? But they, they, they fired two of the uh, the directors. They got rid of multiple cast members in here to cut them out in order because they didn't see what what they didn't like what they were doing. Unfortunately, just like um, Lord and Miller. Disney also signed that contract. Isn't it is not interesting how it's binding for, for other directors um, that they have to be released, uh, the character's release director co- has to be a producer's co, look at Gareth Edwards. It's binding for him in order that Disney get their way. But if it's the other way around and you're showcasing a film and Disney comes to say, like, that's it, you're out. If you sign that contract, as far as I'm, I'm, I'm I, as aware as, as I am, I think that's legally binding and we should see that film. I don't think Disney should be able to just say, look, I know that it's theirs and maybe they run it in a ground. If you're, if you're going into $800 million worth of a budget debt, fair enough. But just because you don't like the way something's looking because it's more comedic than you thought about it, you hide the fuckers. What do you expect? If you hired two people who have got a catalogue of films that, you've, that are highly successful and have an audience for, what were you expecting to get in return? These are not two people, yeah. two bombs you picked off the street. Yeah, that was that was always my thought. With that was like
2: these they, they made like 20, 21, 22 Jump Street Lego movie, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs all before this stuff came out. So like we were very very aware of what their what their style is. It should which be is why I was always yeah I was always <laughs> always confused of like why they why were they even fired for it being too comedic? These are comedic it, directors.
0: It should be important to acknowledge as well, Kevin. Like like you said, is that these two work with two different production companies which was well, well distribution company, which is Sona with channel jump street and warner yeah. brothers this is not them just working in independent market like a24 or blumhouse they work with corporate entities and, and 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 gain quite a lot of significant traction um widespread commercial success as well as as um you know yeah and they
2: think of like the lego movie I, I started an entire franchise for them
0: yeah you know, that's been I, big money I mean, how naive is that? Then I mean, who? I, I'm not. I don't know who's to blame for that. I'll I'll I'll, I'll use Disney's collective, but like, that's their problem. I'm sorry, like that to me is ridiculous. If you go to, if you want like a, <laughs> if you want someone to uh, to build you a house, and you go down the street and pick someone, you know, Frank from who who you don't know from anything else, and they come back and they build half of it and fuck off. That's your fault. Do a bit of research. These people are, were hired to do a job. And from what I've seen, can do a very good, decent version of it. I find that, that I, I, if I was Lord and Miller, and I granted, these NDAs, they wouldn't be allowed to discuss that. I would never work with Disney again. I don't
1: think they would I would will. never,
0: ever
2: work with them I mean, ever that's again. What you, them. That's what you see with a lot of these people. Like, whether it's creatives or actors and stuff, you No, know, they do their Disney stuff, and then they don't yeah. fuck with Disney ever again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I, think it's, I suppose it's different for Boyega because he's got the bag. He can fuck off, They can laugh. But Boyega will always get work because he's an immensely talented actor and he's got fans. I think for a director or a creative, it's a little bit harder because if you're... Sorry, excuse me. If your name is put through the mud, you don't work again. It's very difficult in, in, jail, in, in cinema jail to come back as a director. And I, I don't think... I think Lord and Miller are, are very young. They have a lot more properties to develop. I mean, they left the flash for this. You could argue it's fucking which one, which house do you want to burn down in? But I think they will go on to do better things. But this isn't this is <laughs> this is a re- not not necessarily a recent trend for Disney, whether the, the Star Wars brooches are. This has happened a few times with creatives. If you're hiring people and then you're going back on the deal. I'm sorry, but that doesn't show so very much confidence in what you're trying to showcase as a, as, a, as a saga, or reason, as a creative force. And that would probably tend to explain what this film turned into and what, what the last Star Wars films turned into. And we're going to see it now. that we're, they're, they're going to go back again and they're going to start something with this Ryan Johnson trilogy that I don't think anybody wants to see. I mean, the man's made the bag with Netflix. It's never Not going to
1: happen. I don't
0: think. No, and then they did the Benny Benio- Oster... Some and Weiss thing, which is never going to happen. Then,
2: then take, a, take a Watiti or whatever he's yeah. supposed uh, to who, be doing who his the, version. Who the Kevin Feig has a version.
0: Uh, but then... I, I don't want to see a Taika Watiti Star Wars film. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to yeah. see, I mean, Kevin see Kevin a Kevin Fague Star Wars film. film either. Yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 the Hunt for the Wilder people is where Taika Waititi is best. Lord and Miller are best when they make very uh, slim lined and, and, and comedic entities that don't need. massive pull you know they can start afresh i don't know where i'd from this i'd be very fucking frightened if i was gonna work in star wars again but i i don't know if you want to move on or talk more about it but
1: i mean i mean i think this is honestly the more the more interesting conversation for now i mean we, we we can always round this back to solo but i think once we're if we're having this conversation and this show is also an opportunity for us to kind of talk about things that you know we want to talk about. And I think they need to be talked about. Well, I actually this. think that this needs to be talked about. Then, I'll yeah,
0: all, right? I don't mind when Adam Sandler, right? Makes Hubie Halloween and he gets all of his friends in it. I don't mind when Kevin James uh, pops up in pixels. I don't mind when Steve Buscemi turns up. I, I don't mind that because th- those are entities that like, you know, he's doing people a favor, but they also work for like how stupid those films are. In every single Star Wars film, I've not seen it quite as nepotism esque than this. Ron Howard involved in it. I don't okay. Like, and then you've got like John Favreau, who's then doing the Mandalorian, who did a bit of Clone Wars stuff. And I'm just like, why, why is why is John Favreau, who doesn't even hide the fact who who what is an who puts on the basic New York bartender voice I've ever heard, which is pathetic when you look at that voice. It's just what is that character? It's just pointless. It's just like it felt like everyone was just getting looking with the fucking friends in this one. It's like, well, <laughs> what? we can't make any crave decisions. Let's pull John in because he, he can do it for a favour. Like, really? I just think like, from all the people you could get in this, this universe, and I'll say this, right, I think it's ballsy to go what they did with the Han Solo route of hiring the actor Alden Elric, right? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I don't understand why they would cast Woody Harrelson in a Star Wars film. Because to me, Star Wars was always about getting people off, off not necessarily off the street, uh, people infer what you want about that, but they would get non-known actors and they would create a majestic sort of like space opera, if you will, about the, the common person. that You didn't know who that was and then you were there on the journey, which in actual fact will ruin their career in the long run. But for the fans, is that person will always be that person. It's what happened to Mark Hamill. And a little bit more Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, not so much. Well, Harrison the new Ford trilogy, is the only person who
1: actually had a career out of any Star yeah, Wars Yeah, Yeah,
0: in the new trilogy, we saw it with Jason with Ridley, who was... She's not title. going to have
1: a career either. Well,
0: well, we, we'll Hayden we'll Christensen. With, uh,
1: Hayden with, Christensen. Exactly,
0: yes. yes. Uh, they had small pieces, but they were built a career upon. John Bayega, small pieces, very well acted, well respected in England, but built upon.
1: Ewan no, McGregor, I think. I mean Wars, Ewan McGregor was already an entity when he when he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, in,
0: in, in solo yeah. Star Wars, all right, there's nobody nobody in here who has that majesticness of that they're just a Star Wars character. Alden oh, uh, Ehrenreich
1: wasn't wasn't exactly a Star Wars. He was wasn't
2: it? huge, but he was
1: he was He was in, somewhat known. Uh where was he? He was in the Cohen Brothers film. Yeah, um, in Hail no, it, it, it was it was in Francis Ford yes. film. He's been very
0: well regarded for a long time. Let's not underwhelm Aldoneri. Okay. He, he was in he was in um, Tetra with, uh, with, was with, with 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 the Francis Ford Coppola. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll move on from that.
1: <laughs> that's from actually might make a nice nice episode anyway. I mean, late Coppola was kind of like a forgotten sort of period anyway. I liked
0: Twisted, but let's move on anyway. I just find that this film. Slightly, to speak about what Carson was about earlier, is that what is this film for? What does this do? By definition, it contradicts, right, and, and shoots itself in the foot about what it was built upon. It was built upon putting unknowns in the spotlight and creating characters that felt organic. This film does not follow that. It hires performers who are well-known. Woody Harrelson, Paul Beckner, Donald Glover, Emilia Clarke, it never ends. It builds upon like Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge. Waller Waller yeah. To me, it's like that is it's the distance. The Problem I have with this film, right, is that it, it it doesn't follow that set of rules, which to me contradicts the whole law and lifeblood of this franchise. But it also makes the other fucking problem is that it cannot ever differentiate what its main lead actresses. I'm sorry, but like there are other people out there who are not five foot four, white, and a brunette women. You can have any
1: other type of actress or actor in that performance. But that's heavily focus need- tested. That's Disney. That's that's Well, not Disney. That's, that's my any point. sort of massive studio, basically, over engineering listening. problems like this.
0: She's terrible. She's very good. I mean, there's anger and momentum in her performances. Game of Thrones. She's very good when she uses Venom to, to, to use it because she can concentrate and she can formulate a, a very clear performance, which is a very testament of her character as an actor when they can do that very, very well played. When she has any form of comedic entity in her performance, she falters. The film with Sam, uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember his name. He's me like, me before you. you. She's okay. just like, she's wet in that film. And I don't mean that in any sort of like sexual terms. In in, in Yorkshire, that means that someone who's not very good, like the falter very easily, you know, like w- paper, where you throw water at it, just, it just melts away. With any sort of charisma, she just doesn't have it. Like last Christmas, I'm like, "What is this?" Like she, she, she seems to try very hard in showcasing that she's charismatic and she's engaging. But she is when she wants to play it straight. Amelia Clark in this is actually terrible. Like the, the charisma she has with with uh, Alden Elric is like so underwhelming and subpar. It's like they play brother and sister rather than love interests. It what? just doesn't feel organic. They don't feel like they love each other. And when you a, get to the exposition end, machine as well. Yeah, as I
1: mean, well.
0: Again, like, yeah, you can argue that's a part of the narrative, but I'm, even in the beginning, it's like she's always designed as, as a performer in this film. The character is always designed in a really wonderful costume design. The hair and makeup in this film is excellent. The production design in general is quite good, I think. I also think the costumes here are actually phenomenal. Yep. And for a Star Wars film, that, yeah, that's was... not extraordinary.
2: Yeah, I will say that's the one yeah. good thing about it is this—the overall atmosphere of the film yeah. is actually is actually good.
0: It's not I, just it Mandalorian though either. It's like throughout, like even the production design, like this, the aircrafts, like even like when they, when they fight on the planet at the beginning, like there's actually muck and blood, and I'm yeah. like, wow, like I actually saw physical sparks, not fucking uh, uh, special effects. But the problem with the characters, it's like. She just underwhelms. And the narrative, like, I can see where it's going. He's gonna, She's going to have to betray him because that's the point where we get to. But I can deal with that. It's a Titanic example we used weeks ago. We all know how where it's going to go. But I would still appreciate to have an interesting journey along the way. And it's just not interesting. She's underwhelming. She's, quite frankly, boring. And she doesn't have any charisma. And it, it, it's, it's a part of the film specifically this film rather than, and I suppose the franchise in general, where that relationship needs to work to get that really big gut punch at the end. And you can tell they rewrote it because they use Woody Harrelson as that instead to to sort of use the gut punch and use her as a secondary. That's where I see the problems rising. I think there's a lot of issues here, but I think the, the narrative for one is quite frankly appalling. And I think there's certain scenes, what they do with, especially John Favreau thing, I'm like, like isn't this just like showgirls like not showgirls what's that swingers like like are we just, are we just doing this thing where's Vince Vaughn like he's gonna fucking turn up to be a droid like what are we doing here you know what I mean like it just felt boring I, it just sanitized the fuck if I may jump in I'm
3: having like low-key a moral like dilemma slash breakdown right now like for lack of better words I think our conversation low-key kind of triggered me like I don't know how morally I can like I feel very weird as being like, oh, the costume design is, I think this movie might go down a half a star and I'll fully blame like solo and say solo is the one in front of me right now. But like, I don't know how I personally can be like, oh, like the costume design is good. Like when like the moral dilemma of like what Disney does is so like, I'm genuinely so repulsed. And it's weird. Cause we've talked about it before and like nothing we've said on here is new information, but like, I don't, I think this film like I've I've no interest in like talk like genuinely if it was not for Clappercast I probably wouldn't watch another Disney film this year like well, it is so genuinely repulsive and so genuinely like I don't know I don't know as a critic but not even as a critic but like as a person how like I gave this film some benefit of the doubt it's like oh, it looks good okay I can see like okay you know the acting is fine but like what it stands for. Specifically due to the company it's coming from, but like even this film, considering how empty it is, at least like Rise of Skywalker and other Disney films have something to say. What this film stands for, which is just pushing Disney nostalgia and making Disney money in the cheapest way possible, when this company like is so genuinely horrific. Like, I don't know how I could, like, give this film benefit of the doubt in any sense for anything. Like, yes, it's competently made, but also that's because this company making it is rich. You can put as much money it wants into the costume design. Why is it rich? Because it's morally, behem- like, fucking abysmal. Like, I genuinely, like, I don't, I've never had this ever talking about a film. And, like, I'm really happy we did today, but, like, I I don't know how I can, like, justify or even like talk about like oh you know well as a film because this goes so much bigger
0: it's so uh you know carlson i'm glad you've actually brought this up because i've been i've been thinking this throughout i'm not like my my, my set of interconnected minds i I don't mind this being on record this will be the last disney film i will actually i will do my my, uh, lifespan as a critic from this moment forward i'm actually done now you can say that's naive you can say that's ignorant I don't give a flying fuck from this moment forward. I'm not touching this again. We do this every single week, every week now. And you can say, well, like, get over it. But it's not about about getting over it. It's about just doing what's right. I will not touch a Disney entity again. You can do Cruella, right? And it might might be country I don't mind someone reviewing up for the site. I don't mind people doing that for their their own interests. I personally, after this, I will not touch a Disney property before or after this again. I'm so done with this, this whole debacle as we talk about it every week and everybody says the right things. We all know what's right about this scenario, but nothing will change. I said on that Pride podcast, I said I was done about it. And I can't remember if it was yourself or Hillary that mentioned, look, we, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't just like be so detrimental. It. We should still fight the cause. I, can, I, I, will, I will still fight the cause, but I'm done. I don't want to ever spend my money on this again. I will not watch Cruella. I'm not interested in any Pixar thing. To me, it's done. It's not just that 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 solo has like capped it off, but it's this discussion we're having. This film embodies me, but embodies the problems. When you break it down, when you break every entity down that we do on this podcast, which is so superbly done by everyone here, by the way, it comes a time where you have to accept that sometimes your moral values have to be taken into far more consideration than your emotional ones. And again, that, that might be a contradiction in its own right. But like you said, Carson. We're, I'm sat here and, I'm, I'm, I, and again, I'm, I'm saying the production design's good and I, I do think it's good. But, like, what, what, does, what, do, what does this company stand for? Like, if I'm pointing out the production design is good in the Star Wars film, what is that saying about the actual film? If that's what I'm having to go for, I'm just there, I don't have anything to add about this. And it was the same thing with the Melissa film on the Patreon um, podcast, which I hope everyone uh, goes and listens to, I just blacked out. I was like, I'm done. I, I, there's, I have nothing to add about these films because they're sanitised, purists, uh, purist pieces of shit that, that don't dare touch upon anything else. And to be fair, Melissa Fink does. And, and I'm glad I didn't talk about Un when, Jakob, you, you did because I, I would disagree with you. I think it, it, it touches upon comments oh, and remarks. No, I'm not going to, but I think... <laughs> I think if we do, if if it doesn't have a, have a if it doesn't stand for something, what what's it there for? And I appreciate that Melissa, even if you can say it's maligned or mismanaged, at least at least with Angelina Jolie pushing this agenda, I can I can I can take that. What's Cruella going to really do? Isn't that about a woman who literally skins dogs? Like I'm yeah, a, I, I'm, I just I'm saw the... feel Like this production design is excellent. It's like. Disney used to be a form where it was used to be Bugs Life it used to be up. And this is Pixar this wasn't Disney then. Pixar wasn't no, no, Disney exactly at the
4: time.
0: But, but, but Pixar was at a point where it was like new, fresh, really, uh, really interesting designs. But it had a moral message as much as how 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 sweet and sickly it was. There was a moral message, and then you get Toy Story Four, you get Cars Three, and I'm sat there and thinking like. What's I I'm I'm gonna say I was so so far ahead of the curve here because when Toy Story four came out everyone was like it's amazing I can't wait like why are you celebrating something like that like it's a corporate industry that they abusing your childhood for money for I, a I was
2: honestly pleased with Toy Story three being the last thing I honestly yeah, I expected it was. to be the last thing and mm-hmm. then what they come Boy out with Toy Story 4? four what and does they they it have add- fighting Dory
0: oh my well I've got a soft spot for that but. <laughs> I, th- I think it's again it's like i think you're right i think the, the third entity in toy story works wonderfully it caps it why do we need to, what does toy story for actually sets that like, like you you can't be like you know you, what uh, owned by a human it's like right like or, or like woody like stares and buzz, buzz goes like what it's like why do we need that what does that film tell like except for to make money there's a whole disney thing with star wars it's not disney but you know it's this, disney because this, this always disney no, it's not it's not Warren. disney
1: just if you say like what does this film stand for except for making money is this not just hollywood no yeah like oh every no. every, every, every big studio film whether it's disney or warner brothers or universal that has the same sort of underpinning sort of agenda of making money that, yeah, but you cinema know,
0: cinema isn't just
1: universal Sony, then, Disney, I'm not, not saying not, cinema. Are, I'm saying big Hollywood. Things. Big just, studio I, I, films. Like they have. They, they have their primary job is to make money, and then no, like you kind of have to you have to. Well, yeah, and. Like I don't know, did you like? I don't think did you expect like Jurassic World to be to be a political statement of any kind or anything? No, or to be to be an artistic sort of like manifestation of anything. No, it's first and foremost supposed to be a product. I mean, the well, the the irony of Jurassic World is that it's selling
0: you the idea of like a park to see all these the toys that end up killing you. The amount of fucking sugar they like spend on like like, have another big goal. Have another big goal. I'm
1: I'm not putting a strawman in front of you. What I'm trying to say is you are no like you're 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 choosing this to be like i'm giving an example uh, to support my thesis that look if you want to make this a case as in make this a cause like you need to kind of go further than just disney disney is a nice example to hit on because it's like almost it's so big and so removed from anything that's almost like a foreign country i don't owe them anything i don't i don't i don't i don't owe them anything i guess i
0: i I don't i don't even as a person like what not to like assassinate my character or anything but like, I don't, I don't put forward anything. I don't buy these films. I go to the cinema when I can, but I do it for a job. I don't, I don't go out and I don't buy any toys. I don't manufacture. I don't go to Space Mountain. I don't don't go to Disney World. I don't buy toys. I don't buy clothing from them. There's nothing these people get from it. I ha- I do it because I, I like the passion of cinema. It's just run by a set of immoral bar stewards. There's nothing I can do about that. I have. We all have yeah, to live you can. with
1: them. You can vote with your wallet, like cancel disney plus i don't know and then if you convince enough people to do this then then maybe you'll have a political sway but that's the problem (laughs) no one's willing to do this because because they own too much of this and then you'd actually have to give up on some of your uh, on some of what you find uh i don't know interesting in life right this so would what actually, does it say though like we're having a podcast never.
3: right now about solo and we're promoting a disney product and we're that's not, not, to, not like it. attack you Of like what does it say about clapper that we run disney review like we're no like what I'm, in yeah, whatever way we are it. agreeing to this we are signing up for this and we're like a like well that's complicit that, with it and no, like that's, how that's do you deal less, with that
1: that's as a more person? or less what i'm trying to say is that um it's it's almost impossible at this point. At this point, to kind of remove yourself from the conversation. So you, what you can do is either uh, is either stay silent, or if you want to remove yourself from from the conversation, you'll be like, it's not my problem, it's someone else's problem, or just be vocal about it. I think we are vocal about it, though. Well, yeah, yeah, but then what you just said, it's like I'm not gonna do this. Like, okay, well, great. No, but I'll then be, if, I'll you just, if you no, just if you just make no. this your personal no, you mission, I, all you I all mean. you'll do is just flagellate yourself, and then for no good reason. No, 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 no. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying anything comes
0: up I will voice my opinion about it but i'm not I'm not spending my time on these entities anymore i will i will i will I will have the discussion because the next next controversy that comes up no doubt will be disney I will voice my my concern my comment about it but I won't go and pay to watch it No nowhere and I can have my frame of reference and I can have my i want to know I can have my fucking cheesecake and I can eat it I'm sorry I can like I think that I think that's very difficult to assess and say that you don't have a frame of reference because you you decide to sort of take yourself from the argument. I can still look from a, from a, a distance and still have the conversation. Carson's right that it's been it's been very long when we've done this conversation. We're going back almost two years now where we've we've sat and we've spoke about about Disney as an entity, and it's not necessarily that solo that sparked it. not it's been here for a long time. But like Carson's right, we sit here, we talk about it, and and, and we talk about. All, all the all these faults and and it's just reiterate every other week it's not that i don't want to have a conversation anymore it's that I, I i won't participate in 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 i don't you can have these on, on the podcast i'm not saying that but for me personally i can sit here and slate the film but i don't think that will change anything i'd rather take myself from the conversation and still voice my opinion that way like okay. i will not i won't watch cruella ever
1: Oh, but then see, there's there's a conversation in here as well. Okay, well, it's fine when you say, okay, well, I'm not going to stand for any Disney crap, and I'm not going to discuss this. And then there's also the fact that, okay, well, there's look okay, Apart from like people like Ron Howard or whoever, like people up top who get the big bucks out of these projects, there are basically like you can say, you could say, oh yeah, well, I'm seeing, I'm sitting here and just like applauding production design. There are people who are like they're not on like on contract, they're they're on they're on wages, right? Who put no, these I appreciate costumes together. That they deserve the credit and applause because they've done a good job, you su- right? I
3: mean, do you applaud the Nazi scientists who worked in medicine and didn't have anything to do with no, the No, but do you wear Adidas sneakers? But do I you mean... wear
1: Adidas sneakers? Like that's a company that actually just I don't know just su- survives almost exclusively on slave labor during I the war. Just up the logo on my, my shirt. No, just, I, I think, think even something
3: like Luca coming out, and I genuinely for this, I was so excited for Luca. Like very clearly a film that carries like queer themes. It's obviously not going to be like very queer it's disney but like very clearly has some root in the lgbtq plus experience but like Uh, How am I supposed to like, what a slap in the face, like genuinely what a slap in the face to be like, we're acknowledging that this is an experience people go through, but we're never actually going to give it to you. Like Bride of Frankenstein in 1935, a gay director in a homophobic Hollywood open, like took more of a fucking risk than Disney. And he had everything to lose. He had everything to lose. And he went out there and actually showed some balls and made something that Disney will never even get to that level. But you like, but like, how am I supposed to sit there and applaud Disney? Like, oh, you're making a film with like, if you really dig into it, it has queer themes. Like, fuck you, genuinely. You don't have to applaud Disney.
1: (laughs) Not you, You, but Disney. To be very, I I know, but no, but I, I I know you're you're cussing me. Although you have a history of cussing me. So, but, but then, okay, well, um, but then you know you can say um, that say so, well you're not applauding disney but who's who's directing who's writing this you can you can oh you can you can make a connection to the artist behind this right so you can you can still see this as a as, as someone's endeavor and then just like well if if we're going to have well we'll have to make some kind of sacrifices i don't know like, cancel disney plus or whatever um but I, oh, god i would I mean, judge a cameraman who works for All fox
3: right. news if yeah. i would judge a cameraman for working for fox news even if they're not the ones would spouting you? the nonsense like, yeah would you... i would because you're supporting the hatred you're supporting no, but look... you're supporting the fucking enemy no, the if you're a production designer i i accept that you need money you're supporting
1: Wait. the fucking Wait. enemy here. you know you're supporting like you no know, the guy who the guy who works at fox and i don't know cleans cleans desks after hours like is he is he complicit
2: uh, so well,
1: I mean, it, it, would, would that make me complicit? Yeah, no, but that's an important so, discussion mean, to have, and I not, think you know, yeah. some 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 optics is needed because I think you you guys are kind of a little bit. I I know you're coming from the right place, but then I think you're kind of a little bit kind of over the, overboard with this now. Like I I, I know you're you're now having a overboard. tough time. Let let yeah. Kevin and, and Alina talk, yeah.
0: and then we'll spot with talk. Kevin, go for I mean, it. Go I, I
5: Kevin.
2: I don't think Carson is wrong, though. I mean, but it's it's hard to say because I mean, I'm speaking of someone who does work for Disney but does not care for the company whatsoever. You know, this is and this isn't even something that's come up within the last few years with a lot of the practices. This has been something that's been you know, growing probably since they originally bought you no know, Marvel and Star Wars back like ten years ago now. So it's very steadily been kind of. Fuck Disney essentially, because you no, know, their practices are questionable a lot of the times, and uh, it's not something that I can agree with. You no, know, I don't agree with them constantly. You know, bending to China. No, I, I know they have two two theme parks there, but you no, know, that shouldn't you no know, deter them from saying, hey, you know, you yeah, guys shouldn't be you no. Know, Essentially, kidnapping people and forcing them to to denounce their 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 beliefs because it's something you don't you don't agree with.
3: Be clear. You also work for Disney Parks, right? You can
2: cut. That yeah. if you don't want to say. Yeah, like, yeah I no, think it, there it is Disney Parks, but it's all yeah.
3: I, mean, the I park's think also like but it's
2: all the same. To a point,
3: much. everything is Disney. No Land is also Disney. Which Frances McDormand in that film is a Disney princess. Let's be clear. But like, I think it's like there's layers to it i think the disney parks from all everything i've seen is an inclusive experience that like yes i agree but also like it's not like disneyland's going over to china and then selling their soul which sounds like a dumb wrinkle in it but like i don't know i think morally i can stand by that a little bit easier
5: um i think at the end of the day this argument is very similar to like separating art from the artist and there's some people that are willing to do that and there's some people that aren't i'm one of those people that is not willing to do that I, I, I like grew up as like a little girl in like the early two thousands. I fucking love Disney princesses, and I still do. Princess Jasmine was like the only person I like had that looked like me growing up. I don't want to have to let that go just because Disney is being like a shitty corporation. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of shitty corporations um, that don't have to do the film that we all like um, patronize because like that's just the way the world works. It's I don't want to have to feel guilty that. Um, Disney bought Marvel when I've always liked Marvel and that Disney bought Star Wars and I've only liked Star Wars. Like it we as individuals should not have to like let all of our like interests and nostalgia go just because Disney is like a shitty corporation. Like I'm still gonna go and watch all the movies. I'm still gonna watch the back catalog. I have shit tons of like plushies. I have this plushie of Lady from Lady and the Tramp sitting right over there. Like <laughs> it's, it's very, it's difficult to have to, like decide what is more important to you but the way i see it is i'm only one person and my parents are the one who plays for disney plus so like is it really me (laughs) that's like going through all that and just like i the other thing is disney is always such like a part of the conversation if i like stop watching marvel movies then i can't talk about them anymore and that's something i like doing um and at the end of the day, it's just a decision you have to make for yourself. And for me, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to keep watching Disney because <laughs> it's like uh, purely for the nostalgia.
3: Well, and that's fine. Like we talked about this with Woody Allen. Hey, I checked off the bingo card, but we talked about it a few weeks ago. Like in my Gosh. opinion, it's very, it's a very personal after a bingo now it's a very personal like thing. I don't judge Yaka for reviewing Woody Allen. I don't judge Yaka for putting solo on an Uncut Gems podcast. You know, I don't judge anyone for like their individual take. I just know like I have to stand for myself morally and I don't know if I can do it. We'll see when Cruella comes out.
0: I I think just, just to retort as well. I think I, I would, I would hold absolutely no animosity to you, Alina, that you like Disney. I would I hold no animosity to you, Kevin, that you work for Disney as an employee. I don't. I don't hold any animosity for the for the uh, the cameramen or the camera women at Fox. I don't hold the animosity for the window cleaners at, at Fox Tower. I hold the animosity at the people like Tucker Carlson who were on that show and and spewing that rhetoric. I hold animosity at Bob Iger who is the CEO of of, of Disney. I hold I hold my animosity at Disney as an entity because it's a mass entity which I can fire my I can. I can fling my own shit out if I want to. My my problem is I I it's not that I don't like I don't hold any animosity to people who will go out there tomorrow and say, look, I love Cruella. Have you got a problem with that? No, I'm glad I'm glad you liked it. But the thing for me is, is that like it's so interesting that Alina, you you say about um you know you want you want to watch these Marvel films because you like to talk about them. That's so interesting to me because there was a few there's a a year or two ago where me and my sister we would go watch every every marvel film it was like it used to be our thing and we still do it obviously not with the lockdown stuff and then it got to the point where wandavision came out on disney plus and i was like and she was like, Oh, shall we watch it and i and i said yeah yeah we will do and i never did and i thought oh my god like i'm going to be lost out of the conversation here this is my this is a personal issue it's not i did get anyone else don't worry i'm not i'll end up i'm, not, I'm not attacking you or anything and i remember like oh god like i, I missed it i missed all of it and then Falcon, the Winter Soldier came out and everyone was talking about it. And on Twitter, in these, in these circles, Clappercast, which I would love to go on and talk about it. But I never watched it. And I, and I, and I sat there at home and I thought like, actually, I can let these go now. And, and for, for other people, because Princess Yasmin holds a lot more dear to you, Alina, than it does to me. Um, I, I think other Disney things will hold a lot more to other people. I know Sunshine loves like Lilo and Stitch. They hold a lot more dear to, to other people than they do for me I grew up very differently from from the Marvel Disney enterprise I was I was teenage years when Marvel first dropped in 8 2010 I was I was I was not sort of brought up on the Disney magic of, of the animated classics I was too old for that as well I came in at probably more of a rustic and, and quite rough route in cinema where I watched commando when I was five I watched The Matrix I watched The Lord of the Rings you can you can say that like I may have had a harsher upbringing on cinema, and unfortunately that that's what sort of curated me as as a cinephile, but I, I'm one of those people that due to that I I can I can let go of those entities they don't mean much to me, so I don't I don't mean it to be like an attack on anyone who likes those films I just think for me I have no I have no skin in the game where I personally I can live now knowing that I don't need those entities to to be like oh I I, I need to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier those films don't really interest me anymore. Um, but each to their own. I, I think that if you hold the power of those films, what they mean to you, they're not Disney's f- films. They're yours. I don't think, just because Princess Jasmine is a Disney entity, that doesn't mean Disney owns her. Alina owns her. I don't mean that mis- misconstrued what I'm saying there, but that's that's Alina's power, you know? That's, like, like oh Christ, I don't want to go down a tangent here, but, like... Already I, on I, the f- tangent I, anyway. I find it very strange when someone says to me, it's like... <laughs> And this is where I get, like, we get tribal about it. It's like, um, if someone says to me, like, oh, I love The Matrix. And I'm like, no, you don't. And they like, yeah, I do. It's like, no, you don't. I do. That, that's my film. That's my film. Like, I'm not, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you worked on that film. I don't care if you were, <laughs> if you were Bob Hope. I don't care if you, you were a cinematographer on it. That, that's my film. And no one will ever take that away from me. No one will ever take Reloaded Revolutions away from me. Those are the Wachowski films. They're owned by Warner Brothers. They're written by the Wachowskis, but those are my films.
1: Well, you know, and if you, you know can see they can be
0: like mine too, like that's the whole magic no, of cinema. No, no, I agree. <laughs> but they, they, they might be, they're my film, Jakob. You might like them, they're my film. That's oh. the difference. It's that you can, you can, I, I feel like if you can separate like that, which I hope, I hope we all do. Like when I think this is a streaming argument, if you buy a film, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with that film. You own it. That's your film. And the, these studios who, who say that like you can't show it in, in, in outside or you can't show it to an audience member or you can't edit it and upload it as, as your editor, to me, I think that's where we get into very dark waters because if you want that film, that's your film. But not to go so on the nose of that, I think if you have an admiration or you have a love for, for a creative editor, regardless if it's owned by a megalomaniac, a a serial killer, a a dictator, if those films mean something to you and they don't register on the means of whoever owns them, how they want to use and abuse them, those should be your films and and they are your films. That's the way I I see it on a personal level. Um, But but just to get back to what Carson said about it, like, I can't, I just, they don't hold anything for me. And the more I talk about it, the more I feel like I'm giving them airtime. Like I, I don't have any moral ambiguity here. That if if well, we will still review on this website as an editor in chief, Carson, as a as a deputy editor in chief, we will still run Disney films. It's not about that. It's about being able to separate it and not having any interest in allowing someone else to have it.
1: But isn't I it actually about that? The... Like, do you, don't you have power now? Saying if to to say to refuse to publish any of that work based on on your principle
0: yeah but that that's taking that's that's my that, that's not
1: that's making no, a sacrifice
0: it is no, it's not, it's it not, is it's like yes. i'm not we have I'm that just, power yeah just oh go ahead, go I'm, ahead. I, I'm not to interrupt but I, this way i get slightly a little bit irritated here is that if you're saying i take a sacrifice to not watch cruella or re, not review root for the film if alina said to me i want to review it am i not sacrificing her reviewing pleasure for that Am I not sacrificing some? Not to use your Elena, sorry, but if it's like Kevin, if it's someone who writes for us as as, as a, as a um, or it's someone on the editorial board, or it's one of the writers, how, who am I to say you can't do that because I don't want I want to separate my my, uh, my personal interest in it. That's not fair. That's like I'm cutting my nose off to spam a uh,
1: No, hold on. If I wanted to review Guns Akimbo uh, on on Clapper, would you would you run it? We'd have to have a conversation. Well, yeah, but then, but you made a stance, right? Uh, we made a stance because it yeah. was a personal thing,
0: and I felt yeah. like it was. I made, a, I made a. I don't mind talking about this. I feel like me, and maybe if, uh, and they, I'm not saying but the editorial board, which I, I will take full responsibility for, we made a decision that someone overstepped the boundary and tacked one of our own,
4: mm-hmm.
0: two people of colour, let bear in mind, because they ran a piece they didn't didn't like a film that to me is not just against those t- two people, it's against us as a group of people who well, do get, this as, as a way this, of living. No. I, I
1: the is it's, it's a difficult conversation, but a, then you can also shit. have this sort of conversation like, okay, on, on a sort of corporate level and say, like, would you extend the same treatment to a company that openly disregards the fact there is a genocide going on in China? Well, it's I mean, a difficult conversation to have. No, it is. And then, is, and is, and is, then is the decision would actually imply either making a personal sacrifice, or maybe even a professional sacrifice, or making say this, or making a moral compromise this. with yourself, trying to kind of rationalize this because there is there is a baggage no, no, attached to something that these people used to stand for and no longer and and then and there is something that you have to square in your mind that's absolutely impossible. We're to
0: friends, and you're putting me on the fucking stand here by where. Um, no, I, 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 was, I can I can edit
1: this out if that's if that's okay. No, no, no,
0: no. I'm, I'm, I was joking. Don't worry. I, I I get drilled. The people out there love it. Um, it's an interesting conversation to have. It's a very difficult one, and where I may contradict myself here. On that level, I look at the individual. There's nothing I can do to stop Disney. There's nothing, but if a director comes out and says that I sympathise with Hitler, we will not run that film. It's simple as that. If an actor comes out and makes Noel Clark, for example, who's had multiple allegations, I will not run Bulletproof 2 or 3 or Viewpoint on this website because that is mm-hmm. against everything that we stand for. Right. Disney is an entity. I cannot stop a corporate entity, but we can stop the individual. That's how I see it. Unfortunately, that's how the world works.
1: Oh, no, there, there's, there's, I think the world works in would have. Okay, there's something I want to say about this to also kind of just to, to kind of expand on Alina's point, which is very, very important to make. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Um, yeah. Um, we're, 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 we're talking about this company as though, I mean, I mean, we're, we're talking about this as though, um, especially when when you're talking to contests of like as you said Alina would say uh, separating art and the artist um, as though time is not a factor right Um, where so in law or practice of law there's say if you if you introduce for instance let's just assume for purposes of discussion that say a crime like I don't know car theft is legal one day Right, and then you run a business as a as a as, as someone who just steals cars because it's legal in your country, for instance. And then one day, um, the government comes in and says, uh, "Car thefts no longer good. Right, it's a crime. You're going to prison for this." In most countries, so let's just call them Western democracies there's um, there's the antecedent uh, sort of clause of, an, okay, well, you introduced a law, it works from now on into the future. It doesn't work backwards. doesn't work backwards. So if you say, if you one day discover, or if one day, say, a company like Disney changes into something that you no longer agree with, this does not invalidate the fact that you grew up with Aladdin or the Lion King or something like this, because you weren't party to this discussion at the time you were like the, these formative experiences are yours as you said rightly so i feel like i agreed with that though i, I don't have anything wrong with that I'm no, not but you shouldn't, feel, I you really shouldn't like. feel bad say if you yeah. if you grew up as an 18 year old not knowing that say woody allen has has passed off whatever and then you and you thought that annie hall is an amazing film right you should be allowed to like it same goes for Say if a disney if a Disney changes into a company that openly condones genocide in a foreign country, I don't think um, then, say then like you, oh. you, you, you don't have to have a main mental breakdown over the fact that you know like that you know that like you, you, you can you can still sort of live with yourself. It's not your fault.
3: Sure. I don't think anyone's saying like, you can't like subjectively think a film is good From any Like I don't watch the new row. I don't watch new Roman Plansky films. I don't know the quality of them, and if I would like them or not. I choose not to because the moral levels that pertains, but like, sure, maybe, you know, it is well-made or whatever. No one like that doesn't those are not too mutually exclusive. It's, it's
1: easier to make this con- connection because you can put a face on this. It's impossible yeah. to f- put a face on a company. Company is faceless. Exactly. Personality less. Solo that's why, itself. that's why it's so easy. Like we're, we're making these excuses now. It's like, well, because I would have to cancel Disney+. Plus. And, and you just think to yourself, it's impossible because it's it's not Roman Polanski. It's, you can't personify this evil, but it's... Those it's-
0: examples are unfair, Jekyll, because what's happening with Disney now has happened in the last five to six years, right? The Polanski thing is from, what, 1974, 75? I'm 75. not, talk, I'm, I'm not trying to put this side it's by crazy. side. Know, what I'm trying to illustrate is something difficult. different.
1: Is an example that a company is... is well, you, you, you could treat it as the way you, you treat a person. It's more difficult.
0: When, when Noah Clark's f- films came out, the Brotherhood and Otherhood stuff, right, Kiddlehood. I didn't know what was going on there. Nobody did, aside from the winner it happened to. But if it comes out now, of which it has done, and it comes out that there's allegations, you sure as shit will know I'll stop watching those films. It doesn't make me a bad person because I liked them when they first came out or I've seen them. But that's different because it's happening now. That's what we can deal with. I watched, I watched Woody Allen films. I've got, I've got the Arrow Academy box sets. I've watched the fucking whatever the new one is with Timothy Chalmers, which is absolutely dog shit. Right? That's my issue. That's where my contradiction because I know those crimes. Yeah. And, the other, and the other time I won't watch a, a Roman Polanski film. I stopped watching it after Frantic because I read up about what had happened because I was about 13 and I didn't know who he was. Same with Woody Allen. But that goes about the, the, the current climate in Hollywood where people don't want to have those conversations or educate new up-and-coming cinephiles on these directors because it haunts and brings a detriment and a, dis- a disrepute to, to, to what Hollywood was or the new age of Hollywood, which is those two directors having to be massive proponents of bringing new audiences, new directions, new genre, new authorship, or new auteurism to those to, to, to that corporate entity. It's very difficult to go down that route because we're not in the know now. But I just want to just say, like, I interrupted Carson when he said so. Carson can just say it because I don't want to interrupt anyone. It's a very difficult conversation to have.
3: I was just, I was really going to say like I think it's different like talking specifically about, like running on the site and stuff like you have a name you can point to when it's Woody Allen or Roman Plansky you have a specific yes. figure Guns Akimbo minus the fact that he was doing it on the official films Twitter page mm-hmm. but like directly that film is promoting horrible shit disgusting shit on the internet disgust you know horrible morals that we don't stand by with solo there's no individual piece of solo where like oh well that is being problematic that is promoting this solo itself can stand it can both stand and this is contradictory but it can stand away from what disney is doing but also it has to be living in it it's very complex but like i i think it's just i think it's very different
1: I, mean, I don't I don't want to say this is an unfair sort of thing but I want to say this has to be extended past Disney. Disney is just like now like okay well it's easy it's basically like the Roman Polanski of of the of corporate America, right? It's easy to put a thing to, to point a finger at, but like you could extend the same criticism to people like Warner Brothers like shit's coming out of um the DC Warner Productions. It's horrible like how they treat their artists, how they treat their cast, how they how how they silence and gag uh, dissent and and how true how how you know it's just disney's easy because they don't give a shit anymore about what what this looks uh, what this looks like they're just they're just happy to do this because you still will buy their products That's good. Yeah, you know, because Disney yeah, also too. is promoting though. Disney promotes openly
3: every time a movie comes out, how it's a breakthrough for them in how they show people of color and how they show people in the LGBTQ plus community like they specifically go out yeah. of their way yeah, to try to claim that they're doing yeah. good when they're yeah,
0: not to bring it to bring it back onto cinematic levels. Right. There's a film in 1990, some called Predates. You might have heard of it. There's a sequence in that film where they say, if it bleeds, we can kill it it's the same moral value on disney if mm-hmm. you can bring down the biggest corporate entity to its knees, then you know you can change it it might be easier to go after the individual but it's better for the long run to go after the corporate entity to fire a thousand shots rather than one singular bullet but and you if know, don't bleeds, go after corporate, We know we like can if, change if, it. if
1: you go about after the corporate entity the way you want to go after the comp- corporate entity you're going after the billboard go after the people Go after Kathleen Kennedy. Go after Bob Iger. Go after oh, the cha- go go after the the board of directors. I mean, that, like, that, this, I, you, these you are people. The is, Companies are people. That's what putrid. that's where the name company comes from. A company yeah, but, of people. Yeah,
0: but, but so how how putrid Star Wars fans are. You can't have a conversation about Kathleen Kennedy and her producing capacity. Well, if, if you because, want to make a an anomaly, you have because, to break some. Well, of no, the Star Wars fans have pu- have created an abhorrent relationship with that woman because she is a woman. Like. That they are, that going back to star wars the people who engage with these films have have destroyed the dialogue that is able to be had i mean you remember remember the movie um
2: sorry i'll
0: just say alina's opening statement just literally was the epitome of this conversation now is that why why acknowledge the sequels why claim them because it's just a putrid of mess like it's just better not to have that dialogue anymore. That's what Star Wars fans have created. Like, this it, is the whole point. Like, we're having a I have a conversation about Solo. You can't have this conversation now in any other format anywhere else, aside from a safe space of having five people here who can openly have this conversation. And ironically enough, I have just, like, brushed off Kevin. I've interrupted him. I do apologise. But... Okay cannot have this conversation on twitter anymore we can't openly have a dialogue about anybody about anything on social media because if you are it's just it, it's like a it's just mess it's a boring mess it's all vile. It's venom like you just like, every single point someone has made today right and i know that you want to be the contrarian and i know that as a as a as the power you have as a host you're gonna you are gonna sort of divulge up other people's opinions I have no issue with that. It's the best place to have it. But you know full right, you couldn't do that on Twitter. Of us in this argument, Alina would be called everything under the sun. Kevin would be called every Under thing under the sun. Well, and so well, would Carson. that's why we're having Who this two conversation. people here. Would offer this would be me and you, and we would ironically probably come out with the most venomous shit on it. That's well, how Twitter works. If you have a vice, if you have one vice in this conversation, that's it.
1: Well. Yeah. Ironically, and that's because you know, of Star Wars fans. Twitter is not, I mean, I know, I know it's been conceived to have to be or a marketplace could. of, of opinion, but Twitter is not a place to have a debate. You can't have a debate in 180 characters or less. Where can you then?
0: Where can you have a debate? Yeah. Well,
1: where, where, where didn't, where you, where, where did we used to have debates before Twitter? In the, in the, in the schoolyard. That's what it used to be. Well, no, you can have. In 1935.
0: Jacob, all the way back then. Well,
1: we're in 2021 we're having a discussion and like long form conversation is making a comeback thanks to the and uh, the you know thanks to the sort of wonders of podcasting and this is where we're doing this this is a platform for this shit and that's why we're here just because i i can i can sit here and then and lean back for 15 minutes at a time and let you vent and then you will be heard you can't have this on twitter you will have, will not have it on Facebook. You will not have it on fucking anywhere because you will be you will be shut down. You will be you will be shouted at, and that's it. Like in, this this is this is this is the, these are places like this, and this is why we're doing this among other things to let people speak. Yeah, and then you know, uh, but you know it's 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 an, it's a different conversation. I mean, it's an interesting conversation anyway because it's hollywood as as a whole i see this as like you like you, you watch golden globes with ricky gervais running this and he's pointing the shit at oh let's not at, go down that road no no but you can say oh disney this disney that you, you know you can you can you can point the finger at apple you can point the finger at the like, neck you know when, when he makes a comment like i don't know admit it when if you if isis started a streaming service you'd call your agent because oh, that's what God. hollywood is like any and, he, yeah, he, yeah. and he, he he epitomizes this sort of idea of what this means like morals are like we align with what's what's currently going to make us money and that's and disney's just taking this to us to a level that's just immediately identifiable because they're big and they they own own, most things so it's easy to spot but then you know they they can have in the same breath they can they can they can go and condone genocide in China and then and then release Black Is King and to to like worldwide applause and I'm like the only person who sees this as a corrupt piece of virtue signaling right it's like what well, yeah can I just say yeah. I've I've just noticed not to to undercut you
0: I've just noticed Alina's T-shirt Adam Sandler like it's just on my screen just saying like I could just do it at the top of it um. To your point, Jakob, right, and I'm going to ask this question now because I think it's, it speaks volumes. If you had no idea what Star Wars was and Solo was your first point of contact and you saw it, right, how would you feel about moving forward? Because if I saw Solo as it, what it is on its own without any acknowledging of, the, of anything else, I would watch another Star Wars entity. Knowing what it is and knowing the foundation of where it's built from, it makes me feel more sick. Wanting to move on, like <laughs> I, I would never a, move on again. I think
1: it's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, not knowing what it is, I think it's um not no well, not knowing what it is. Um, it's a it's it's an it, it's it's a it, it's a it. I don't know. Not knowing what it is and not knowing that it's a massive car crash. I mean, it's it's also it's also a separate ah, thing. It
0: fucking is one anyway.
1: Uh, yeah, but then I kind of. As a as a as someone who loves film, and I I can I watch a film and I I I can see like the the seams in there. I can see oh this this probably comes from one writer. This is another and whatever. I know it's a mess, but it's interesting to me because I can see the the volume of people behind this project. I don't I I can I can sort of like the art and the artist, I can tune out the Disney corporate thing and I can see. Uh, you know the writers, the actors, the uh, the people who put costumes together, the people who who design the sets, the uh, cinematographer behind the camera. I can I can I can hear John Powell uh, making you know making a score and then uh, in introducing things on top of John Williams' score and then paying fan service to him while while introducing something interesting to the to the table as well. I can see these things and I can li- and I I can like these things on an artistic level, right? But it just having this having had this discussion now it's it's not that it's impossible it's it's going to be difficult to say watch this film again and not see what we've just spoke about because agreed yeah so so it's an but i could i could actively make an effort um sort of for the benefit of people who put their blood sweat and toil to make shit like this and they were paying paid wages or they were paid, I don't know, you know, who put these special effects together, who, uh, I don't know, designed the capes for for Lando Calrissian because like, there's are real people put these things together and for for some kind of an artistic project that kind of just either comes together or doesn't. Right. So you can. So so I can appreciate on that level. Or I can appreciate that someone uh, someone tried to put a path Paths of glory reference into it. Right. So so. So that, I guess this comes down to a personal sort of preference, and I can see how you know, like you know, you could you could compare this to someone uh, who's trying to I don't know defend the idea of 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 having Rosemary's Baby on the shelf, right? But but um, what the actual child? No, a film. I oh, know I'm joking. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean, right? Like it, we don't have to turn this into a joke, but because I'm trying to make a serious point in here. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I can see so I can I can see Solar Star Wars film as a as a as a product of, uh, an, uh of, let's just say, from a historical point of view, an interesting conflict on 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 a production set. Right, I can see that you know what Ron Ron Howard did or, or whatever. Like you can see that this is like that's why I kind of like say like Alien Three because it's a mess, right? And it's on 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 this level. But if you but if you kind of pull back and then you see the politics behind it, then it becomes sickening because you know you can I don't know it kind of makes you feel like you're trying to uh, articulate love for Lenny Riefen style, like it's very yeah, it's very difficult on sort of like a moral level.
3: I will say past just the politics, I think this movie's trash. So let's be clear with my opinion, mm-hmm. at least. I'm not saying that it's bad just because of that. I think this movie's bad in general.
0: I just can't believe how we've got to this uh, situation with Star Wars. I can't believe yeah. that when when people acknowledge the fact that like, we're going to make a sequel trilogy of how bad it's actually got, I cannot fathom in any... and I've had loads of thoughts about this. It keeps up at night. When I'm thinking about the Disney shares, I'm just sat there. I'm thinking, I can't believe every decision this corporate entity have made about this franchise that stood on its own two legs for two decades. To, no, it's it's in, not
2: even two decades; like almost well, three decades. Or so. Yeah,
0: I, and two centuries of cinema. And I'm just sat there. I'm thinking, within two centuries of cinema, sorry, I'm just sat thinking, I I I don't know any other entity of a franchise that they've managed to fuck up. The formula is simple it's it it it's been built you don't need to do anything to it aside from having a bit of fun with them and every single time it's just like why have they chosen to do this and it with how badly put together all this thing is about the sequel trilogy uh, bar Rogue One because I think it fits in wonderfully within the fragments of both franchises it's like you had two visionaries on board you had uh, which is Johnson and Abrahams, You had three up-and-coming directors, Lord and Miller, and your Gareth Edwards, and you have managed to fuck everything up. And it's taken a journeyman such as Ron Howard to come in and steer the ship. It's taken a journeyman in John Father to come in and do the Mandalorian, and 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 they have not learned any lesson. And they're talking about bringing uh, people of color into it, female directors. I'm Just sat and I'm thinking, why would you want to get involved with this fucking shipwreck? I just I just don't see what this has to pull anymore. If you bring Star Wars out, right, and, and when when uh, when solo bombs, or let's say I don't think it bombed, but let's say underperformed box office heights, and you come out two days later or a week later by Kathleen Kennedy, whoever, and say, We're gonna put a pause on the on the um on the uh, on on the spin-offs, that to me I would infer that. If this had made money, that wouldn't have made a fucking difference to you. The final product means nothing to you aside from it makes money. And that's another issue why I don't want to watch these films anymore. Because even the people who make them, even the people who sign off, they don't give a fuck. If it makes money, they will make them. And yes, that's how business works. But as a consumer, that's not good enough to sell to people. These films are not finished. They're just not done. There's no way, this, this more so than the other two that I've seen. But I just think like if you're having to hire journeymen to sh- to steer the ship, you are in disarray. From a franchise that was built by one man who you fucked off to begin with, I I, I, don't, I don't these these this franchise deserves no sympathy from me. I don't know how Star Wars has got to this point. I don't care at this point either. I, I, I have no sympathy. But what I will say was anybody who was getting involved in this, if you're upcoming director. If you had made Monsters and then someone said, look, we're going to make you Rogue One. I can understand how difficult that would be to turn down. But I have to say, I have to maintain this. If you are a, if you are an independent director who has made something very intriguing on a limited budget, this is not the franchise to go into anymore. It's just not. Marvel, to their credit, have been doing very good things. That you Again, you are a journeyman there. You become one. You ultimately go into something that's already been created and you do a little bit here and there. Um, but at the end of the day, at least you have a bit of creative in- integrity. Here, these are all decided a few years before it even came out. I, I don't think anyone can come in here and say, well, actually, I want him to have a red lightsaber, but he has to have green. Yeah, but I want him to have red because I want him to do that. You just get vetoed. It's just it, it's a creative minefield of just underwhelming, poisonous.
1: Well, you know, 15 years from now you'll have yeah, the same tangent. conversation about Marvel, right? Like you'll have I, like you'll have you ask the same some questions theory, like there. how because do you fuck we're this already up?
2: having this conversation with Marvel? I mean, remember yes. when when Edgar Wright was supposed to be directing Ant Man that he left. That man, want has, that,
1: or... ha, that
0: man hasn't made a hit since 2007. No, I'm no, so but right.
1: then the the concept of uh, of saying like asking like you ask. very <laughs> deep, you. are an you, you're, you're asking a like very Kevin. important question. How how do you fuck this up, right? Like you asked a very important question. How do you fuck this up? How how can you take four decades of something and then ruin this, right? And then I think part of the answer, maybe Kevin, Kevin, you, I'll, I'll let you go in two seconds. Part of the reason would come with this sort of like, the let's just say the basic tenet of capitalism, making money is not enough. You need to make more money than the previous one. And then they will just reverse engineer, and they will just try and try and think, and then rationalize how they how can they how can they make more money than the previous one, and they will eventually fuck this up because he, you will you will not be able to do this in perpetuity. Okay, that's my piece. Uh, Kevin, go for go for it.
2: I was gonna say, uh, remember, there's a documentary years ago called uh, "The People versus versus George Lucas," which is about yes, like, yeah, yeah. Star Star Wars fans talking just talking about being upset about. About the the prequel trilogy at the time, and talking about how much they love the original trilogy and how it's all better and stuff like that, which is this literally just like ninety minutes of just grown men crying and talking about their love for Star Wars, which kind of really gets into these points of it's it's hard to have these conversations when when there's things like that that exist out out there of you no know, people just being like you know this this sucks because it's not like. It's not like how it was when I was a kid. And, no, I, you know, so I feel so like kidding. trying... Oh, it's, it's all good. Um, just trying trying to, like, appease... You know, just trying to keep appeasing those people while also appeasing you know, the fans who grew up on the prequel trilogies and prefer those ones to the original ones. You know, you keep getting... You know, just trying to appease everybody. You don't appease anybody. And you end yes. up with solo or the rise of skywalker <laughs> which honestly looking back on it now it seems like you know solo more so than rogue one was kind of like the uh the you know, litmus test for for what they're for what they've been doing which is just trying to jerk off the fans every which way that they, they can you, know, you see it with star wars you've seen it definitely seeing it with marvel all the time so it's something that you know they're breathing into everything now and it's just making these kind of conversations harder and harder.
0: I can see and I can understand why people are get de- get very defensive about this franchise. I can see that if you were 15, 16 years old, if you were a 35-year-old man or woman and you were in a point of crisis within your life and you felt it was no it was no longer needed for you to carry on and you wanted to end it. And these films saved your life. I can understand how important those films are. I have certain cinema that's important to me for different reasons. Alina mentioned one already. Carson, you have multiple times. Jacob, Kevin, I'm sure you both have very important cinematic uh, films that, that that have created more so on, on a personal level than they have done on, on an entertainment level. I don't think that that is a it. It's go back goes go back to the argument, right? Is that the, the first the original trilogy, right? Those films are someone's out there. They can be yours, anyone. But they're your films, and then I can understand why the prequels are someone else's films. I can understand why the sequel trilogy are someone's films. These new generation who have grown up with it, they'll look back on it and they'll be fucked off like they were with the prequels, like they were with the original trilogy of the the the, the downgrade of quality. It happens. But I can understand that. The way I see it is I don't think it's right that you, you if, even if you think that these films are yours, and which I, I have mentioned myself, uh, the Matrix films are my, uh, my films, I can't understand why I would go onto Twitter or send death threats to uh, the Charity sisters, to Joel Silver, who I don't actually like, Keanu Reeves, carrie Moss, Lawrence Fishburne, and make remarks that are genuinely venomous and downright evil and criminal it seems to be now that the Marvel base and, and the Star Wars base, two very strong bases, that, and, and, the, and the Warner Brothers one with Zack Snyder, I agree there. I'll, 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 I will admit that. Where these superhero or these fantasy, let's point it out, fantasy films have such a live-or-die base where they will go out of their way and most of these people don't have names and they will attack and insinuate death threats. Upon people who are creating entertainment that may or may not have saved your life in the initial point, I can't understand
1: the moral integrity there. I can't, I can't, what, I can't understand it. What do you mean you can't understand? Like, this, this I, don't, comes, I this comes from don't a perversion of the same sort of um a perversion of uh, the attitude that you've that you have towards the matrix when you say this is my film, right? So, which is okay, that's a fair, fair enough point perversion. to make. No, no listen closely a perversion of the same now that, attitude
0: now that sound like he mansplained to me carson would anyone I'd like to agree
1: no because you, you just you know you're just you're about to twist my words really again i'm not um, having this I'm not having this when you when you say when you say like you can you can see this the matrix films are my films right um yeah. so if you take the same attitude and say and pervert it in and, and 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 twist it as in these films are mine, and whoever disagrees with me gets a dick pic and a te- death threat. That's that's where it comes from. That's just. Clarify. I don't do that. I know you know, I don't do that. I know you don't do that. Yeah, but we, not, need to, we need we need we need to clarify that because you make
0: you made it like <laughs> when you do this. No, you no. I mean, okay, you, you, you. put you, a pronoun uh, there. The, I'm not they, happy um, with it. I don't do. That. you you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, well, but people it, can't see can't see when you do the the, the things with your hands. So let's fair just enough, it's let's radio, verbally right? acknowledge the fact. Okay, there's, there's, there's
1: air quotes in there. This is radio. That we oh, know even, of, to be clear, that oh, we oh, know no, of. Don't even we... go
0: down that road. Well, do we, don't you even do, do air very quotes. Bodies. Fully acknowledge the fact that I don't do that. I don't do air quotes because that, that's the nuance that I may do it. No, I don't Wait, do that. Let's
1: just put it on record. I'm not I'm not saying you, Jack, do this. It's just thank you, people can have the same attitude towards as you say like say star wars and they say this is That's my. and then they, when they see things like what they say is theirs turned it into something that they don't like um they will they will take um they will take it personally and then will, they will they will take action right as in uh, they will try and try and lash out against this uh in a in a perverted way and that's where. No, I, I granted this doesn't start with the film because because this this you know if someone who's who's willing to send anybody a death threat, it's not like it's not the film that made them do it. Like it's happened before in their lives. Like that that some, shaped them in in that way. Maybe living in, in your parents' basement at the age of forty five probably helps a lot. With it.
3: <laughs> we do live in a society, so
1: well, no, but this is the same. But this is the sort of um, you know, it, this. This is the, the level of ownership of something that really isn't yours. It's it's just you. Like the experience of having it is yours. Is it? You know, is kind of just takes, you, love it, to, takes... you love to you love to passive aggressively contradict me, don't you? You do no, you love not, it. I'm not contradicting it. It's just I'm trying to point out that this the, the 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 um the attitude very sort of um can turn very can turn very militant very quickly, and then yes, toxic. Yeah. Yes. So. And it's and, and you know if say I don't know, this is the same attitude that people take when they have they claim ownership over f- football clubs and, that they support. That's that's the sort of militant sort of tribalism that they t- t- tap into. Yes, and then psychologically speaking, that's 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 on the same level as George say, Lewis as, West Ham, as, as, go- you're speaking as about going as going right? going to going to fight other people to you know and then incur physical injuries onto other people because they support other uh, uh, other football clubs. What I'm trying to get at, is
0: that I have an emotional connection to a franchise that I adore and I think they're mine. I love those films. That doesn't mean that if you say you don't like them, I'm going to come to your house and stab you to death. Or, or someone a- else a- who has a- this I don't might, anus. And that's what I'm trying to get the point where I don't understand why people would do that. And I don't think that's socially acceptable to do. <laughs>
1: you know, I think they think uh, about this when they do it anyway that this is, oh, this is socially unacceptable. No, they don't care because all, all no, that possible, matters is they that they're, the they're, 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 so, they're hurt on some weird in some, in some. The weird reason why I bring
0: life. it up is that if, if you're out there and you're defending solo by sending a picture of your penis to someone to make sure that you're correct about your viewpoint on solo a Star Wars story then all power to you because nobody, and I mean, nobody categorically could give a flying fuck about what you think. Not Mm -hmm. you, Jakob, sorry. I'll clarify my statement like what you did about me. Character assassination. (laughs) I I go on Twitter now and I'm like, I swear to you, I think there may be people in this group. Star Wars is on mute for me. It has been since 2017. It will be until 2027. It will be until 2037. I just thought that there's no coming back from this in Star Wars now. It was vile, it was putrid. They destroyed it in 2005 because they didn't like the man who built it, who did nothing for them but give them treasures of joy anyway. They didn't give a fuck about it in between there because there was nothing else to care about. Then they, they, they were all hyped up because J.J. Abrams with his mystery box came in in 2016, 2015, 2014, whenever the fuck. Destroyed it for them again. So at least someone came in, a talisman, who said, you know what? You want this, fuck you. I will give you this and you will learn to like it. And he has been proved right, Ryan Johnson. All hail Ryan Johnson. I was—I am a detractor. I don't like the film, but more power to him. I think it's very creative. Well done, well done, well done. Um, whatever we got in the final, today, I don't want to talk about. But since all that sequel trilogy, it has ultimately brought to the fruition of these fans or fans in general who do not like it when they get told otherwise. And I don't know if that's a reflection of a society or our culture. It probably happened all the way in the 80s. It probably happened in the 60s, whatever, whenever, with different art forms. But we're living in a generation now where it's so toxic to have that discussion, and it primarily comes from this fan base. I just I don't know why we would acknowledge the fact of ever continuing with it. Like, I don't care for another Star Wars film. I why would I want to watch The Bad Batch? I just don't why, because there's some droids in it, or, or clones. No, but this will. Mean, whole... We've done that. You know, we've, we've sort of done that already. Like, oh, if... Skywalker, we've already done that. It okay, was, gonna... wasn't
1: a thing this would transpose to something else it, like you have the same Marvel versus d c something else whatever like this this happens, and it's because like we've talked about this, this is because of the sort of echo chamber com- uh, culture and the fact that you have access to to other people from the comfort of your phone like back in like back in the eighties or nineties, you actually would have to go out and speak to people to get offended.
0: I'm glad that Ryan Johnson burned it down <laughs> not only was it, not only was I'm glad when he did it, I'm so glad now that he burned it down to us. A- fucking cinder good on him <laughs> i'm good on him and, they, and they, they can't they can't get a fucking tip between them to look at it and be like look let's build a solid foundation every time they build a fucking first floor it crumbles i love it i'm here for it i i, I find it now I, I take my step back and i look at it from a distance i think this is fucking brilliant this you find another director who's probably going to go on and make something better than he did with you or she did with you love it well, I don't know why Patty Jenkins is getting involved. Patty Jenkins made an Oscar nominated film. She, she, she made a film where an actress was won an Academy Award. Do you really think that she's going to take any shit off, off, off a Star Wars editor? No. I, she, she did two Wonder Woman films with a, with a, with a main actress who can't act. Um, I don't think she's going to do... <laughs> I don't think she's not going to disappoint with, with Rogue Squadron, but she won't take any shit.
1: Oh, no, she should take shit from Warren on the first Wonder Woman. Oh film. no, like, I mean, they over, I mean, I they, over- re- San... no, they they, 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 have they, they I don't know. They've made decisions behind their back anyway. So you know. Well, well, yeah, that's that's common knowledge of Hollywood.
0: It's all about money. I just think that it if they, if they think they're gonna go after, it's easy to go after Ryan Johnson because he's never made a Star Wars film before. It's easy to go after. You know, to, it's easier to like sever your ties with Lord and Miller or Gareth Edwards or Colin trevor who are not really in the game. You can't you can't cut your ties with Patty Jenkins because Patty Jenkins uh, is her own woman who's done incredibly interesting work on her own right.
1: It, I bet you money if if she fucks her off, they will cut ties with her because they they they're, of they're so, so, but so big they're survive. untouchable.
0: Patty Jenkins made a career before before Star Wars. She's doing them a favor. I don't. I, I think. I don't they're, think they're they, go, they think. I don't think, going think going they see it Graf this Graf way. They're going, Clint, and they're going for Ron Howard, right? Wouldn't well, have got fucking Eastwood on board. That's what they'll do. They'll go after the higher brand so that you know they'll get a, they'll get a full package in. They can't afford to put those people off. They can't do it because if it does, it, it just looks even worse. And then it proves the point that it's not the creator that's the issue; it's the people signing the checks. So they do the damned if they do and the damned if they don't. Now, can we talk about the three worst moments and best moments now? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm was, very, see, very
1: see this is this is something that I was uh, over the course of this discussion, I was thinking. Maybe I should can this or maybe we shouldn't. But then I'm just thinking, no, we should stick with this. And then because we can talk about the corporate and whatever and what, how, how much of a fucking Nazi avatar Disney as a corporate entity kind of can be seen as. But then there's the, the film is made by people and these people tend, tend to have uh, some kind of artistic credence to their names as well. And I think if, you know, if they deserve to be uh, commended to, in, in some respect. Can I go
0: first and, and, and then I can stop talking? Is that okay?
1: Sure, go first. Right. So three best top, moments, top, first top, let's go around the table, top three first.
0: Okay, top three. Can I do can I do all six? Because I, I I can't No, because it's
1: gonna be a mess. Do top three.
0: All right, top three moments. The train sequence, mm-hmm. the castle run. Yep. And when it ended.
1: <laughs> as in the as in the uh, Yeah, the closing credits. Yeah, yeah, the closing the credits, okay, nice. <laughs> kevin do you want to go next
2: um but agree with them, the uh the train sequence and pretty much like the heist in the films were some of the more high points in it say so that um well i, I kind of like donald glover as as lando you know it'd be one character i wouldn't mind seeing come back and to explore more especially knowing that there is a lot more out there to it and then another thing we had mentioned earlier was just the overall atmosphere the production design all that stuff no no even though the film the film is a very admitted mess so that is one of the few quality points in it which is usually a quality point in most disney films
1: cool um alina do you want to go next top three moments from solo
5: let me put my airpods back in They (laughs) nice okay um I struggled to make my list of top three best moments but I guess they are I did enjoy Donald Glover's performance I agree with Kevin that he is like the one person in this that I would not mind coming back um I really enjoyed the card game scene I thought that was really well done like when Han is trying to like win the ship from Lando I really enjoyed that that was funny there was a lot of good like quips back and forth um I guess my third one is yeah, the train scene. Like the heists are good. Like the action in this is at least decent.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, Carson. Like, this is going to be difficult now for you, right? Isn't no,
3: it? actually, I have an honorable mention. I went above and beyond. I have four kind of. But go we're going to go with honorable mention number one. Uh, Donald Glover. I agree, not because he's like great in the film, not because his writing, but I am a fan of Childish Gambino's music. So seeing him reminded me of how much I enjoy his music. <laughs> that was a great moment. Number three, so I saw an the official three. I did work at a theater when this came out, and no one showed up. But they also increased our hours when it came out, so work was great. There was empty theaters. That I didn't have to clean, <laughs> but I got paid for being there number two the credits when the credits come on a great sense of elation comes on because you get to leave the theater immediately and not have to sit in that room anymore um and number one though i think this has like a really great showing of war in it i think this is the best scene of war we've ever seen in star wars when solo and ini- when han initially joins the army we'll and we'll get really you flying in no time <laughs> but yeah but did
2: you ever yeah, see yeah. the uh, deleted scene for that it I actually not. feels more like a like a Phil, like a, a Lord Miller kind of scene. You know, he's in the the flight academy, and they're talking to him about how he's more like a hothead, and he's just talking to him like, yeah, this is how, how, how I am. I, I like to fly, and they're like, you know, we're they're def- gonna have you flying soon. And it, it immediately cuts to that scene of him, you know, flying through the air, <laughs> of, of being there on the battlefield, and it just this it just plays a lot better than the scene that was actually in the movie.
3: I, just, um, I really appreciate like the trench warfare shown. Like It felt like war. It felt like gritty. It felt like it had stakes. Yeah. I really appreciated that. So that was my number one. Those are my top three with an
1: honorable um, mention. Before I move on to my top three, can we just, because I think quite a few of you said Donald Glover is something. Do you guys have a moment in or a scene that you say is a standout that you say this is, did, if you wanted to kind of recommend Donald Glover in this film to anyone, what, what scene would you point to? I don't know. Card so game, like when they're
5: playing Sabacc. Yeah. That's
1: okay. hard. Yeah, I so say
2: that. I mean, I just feel like overall, he just brings such a such a charisma to it all that that you know it just helps make the, the blandness of everything else at least seem a little bit more more uh, uh, palpable.
1: I mean, I, I'd say for me, I would probably say there is a scene where he say he, he tells Han he hates him, and then he just fucks off and just does this, and I kind of like him. Um, okay, my top three. Hold on. That one when an L three three seven cuts through the chain is ridiculous. I kind of but it's basically just like an like an avatar for like I like Phoebe Waller Bridge as, as this stupid droid. I don't know, she's funny. Um, when Han like that's pretty much going on like agreeing with Carson when Han is kind of thrown into the battlefield. It kind of looks super interesting. It's very sort of gritty and scary and uh, and it's kind of carrying a lot of inspiration from World War Two films to at least and and actually ends with like this sort of. Um, I mean, it kind of just carries this con- context of the empire being like the context of connotation with the Nazis in the original trilogy. So it kind of works and also ends with this sort of Paths of Glory sort of shot where you see Woody Harrelson kind of in the trench, which is basically like Kirk Douglas. So I kind of liked it. And my absolute standout is the, the train robbery sequence, which is an amazing set piece. I kind of, I really love it because it kind of almost just so many Westerns in it. Um, and, um, and I wanted to say that in this uh, in this in this scene you have John Powell's music as well. I don't know if you've paid attention to this score, but this is one thing that he introduces. And he introduces, that's I think that's the more other sort of theme, which kind of introduces um, what I like to call the Bulgarian harmony, like these which many people will associate with like Kenji Kawai's score from Ghost in the Shell. These sort of um, beautiful choir music which is like basically just you know like um let's just say slavic folklore it's amazing so yeah bottom three jack you go first go for it do
0: you know i was going to be like really sarcastic but um i actually feel quite sad now because you actually quite like this film don't you yeah. i just feel terrible this podcast no now.
1: i i you know i don't you actually I,
0: do like this film i, I don't I feel generally <laughs> terrible
1: no it's fine You, you I,
0: when you don't see yourself but you actually lit up when you talk about those three three elements then they're amazing that's no, actually but, really but, real but,
1: you know. But but you know, I'm 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 not a. I'm then not again, you a, can't a, be I'm... fat, so
0: fuck you about that one. Let's move on. Uh, no, but I'm go three worst I can take it. Right, I'm not going to do this any order because I'm going to get quite angry with them. Mm-hmm. I was going to make a joke and say when it opened, but I'm not. The first, I think the first issue this film has, like, what's worst moment is it doesn't have an introduction scene. Like it should go to solo credit when he like literally joins the imperial. Like it starts so early. You just can't stop and like, take him um, wherever they are. Fuck knows. I, I think the second worst moment of this film is like, I just don't really like Emilia Clarke's performance. I like her when she uses Venom and she's very angry, like I've men- mentioned in this podcast. I just don't like it when she tries to put the charisma on because I think it's, it doesn't feel real. And thirdly, like I think the single-handed, the worst moment of this film, and I, I'll be hard-pressed to argue it's not in anyone's Bond three, it's the name sequence, the solo. It's just so criminally like naive and ignorant and patronizing. It almost knocks me sick every time I, I even hear it. I can't. I, I could go some so forth there, but the, the, those three: are, the first one bugs me, the second one annoys me, and the third one disgusts me. There you go.
1: Fair enough, Kevin. Go for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like just like the fan service in it was was just a very big issue. Just constantly. You know, like the the uh, the name sequence. Just whenever they try to put these in the movies, are just fucking terrible. I'm um, going say, um, I guess, I guess the way that they treated Bradford Young's uh, cinematography, because a lot of it was just not good. And that's typically a very good cinematographer, which is why you know, seeing the film is kind of it's rough. Like those first ten minutes, and it just it's so dark and blue. Brown, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't put you in into that Star Wars kind of mood. And then I feel like overall, a lot of the actors in it, just, just bland overall, it, like the actors and over everything else is just so bland with it, which might have, might be because Ron Howard, probably, who knows, but yeah, no, those are, those would definitely be, be, be my
1: bottom three moments um alina go for it go next
5: two of mine are the same as jacks um i hate how he gets his last name i think the fucking imperial guard giving him his name solo is the stupidest thing ever and it makes me like physically ill Like, when that showed up in the theater, I considered walking out, but I was like, no, because I have to talk to my mother and sister about this after, so I need to tough it out. Then I watched it again this morning, I was like, fucking hell, I should drop out of this podcast, because I don't know if I can get through this. Um, I also can't stand Amelia Clark's performance, or it's not even her, it's just her character in general, it's just a flat character, there's nothing to her, like, she just happens to be, like, Han's love interest, there's nothing interesting about her, nothing. Um, and I guess the third thing is Darth Maul showing up at the end. I was stoked that Darth Maul showed up. Uh, I think he's rad, but it pisses me off that it's not going to go anywhere because this movie's so terrible and practically everyone hates it that it's just like a thread that's never going to get followed because no one cares anymore. And that's a shame because Darth Maul's cool.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Carson? So first, I'll
3: just say, Jakob, I, you know, if you ever want to poke fun at me, I think Rise of Skywalker is the best Star Wars film. So that's pretty easy target for you. (laughs) Bottom three, honorable mention. This really isn't in the film itself. So I'm not going to, you know, fully blame itself, making me question my morality as a person and like my moral compass. That's never great. Number three, though, uh, leading into A New Hope, saying they're going to Tatooine. I don't like that. There's no real reason why you have to tie this directly in. They can go have their adventures and have a history like Chewbacca and Han don't need to like, it just doesn't work for me. Uh, The entire ending, I think the twists and the amount of twists towards the end of this film genuinely quite annoys me. Uh, There's like 10 twists in a row and it's not really that good. Uh, But number one would be the nostalgia porn. I mean, I feel like there's 10 moments just within this, but like how he gets his name, the Kessel run. And maybe that's a little unfair to say all those like moments are one, but like, that's the basis of this movie. That's why this movie exists. And I hate it for that. So, all those moments, it just like, it is the cheapest possible way to try to like say, oh, this movie should be made. And I hate it. So, enough. it's a good time, by the
0: way, nostalgia porn. And I'll just think. say one thing as well. Do you know yeah. when you said about the ending about Tatooine? Yeah. I must, that's not, that's not because they're going to go meet Luke Skywalker and be and, uh, One, you know.
3: It's going to go Hut right yeah yeah because yeah because yeah, still that directly ties more, but... it
1: directly though sets up what where kind the, of yeah. indirectly ties yeah. his connection to the planet right so yeah you could say that yeah yeah which
0: is fucking stupid and dumb
1: i mean there's more stupid things about this film but yeah <laughs> um so on my end i think i think i'm the last one now right okay I don't like when people cheat at card games. I'm sorry. Like, Donald Glover oh my just God, that's me. such a you thing to say <laughs> as well. <laughs> I mean, I was like, come on. Like, I know, it's just piss, like in, in general, like when people cheat at, at any games it pisses me off. Um, <laughs> the origin of Hans Solo name, stupid dumb reductive. I hate it. Um it's very tonally inconsistent. I'm not even sure if it's like Lord Lord and Mirror Vestige or 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 is this like Kathleen Kennedy or whoever her minions are like thinking this is funny. I don't care. Um, the Darth Maul cameo, like this, is an absolute fucking standout to me. Like Jesus Christ, saved, there is no purpose apart from like set, setting up a sequel that should not be because this is supposed to be a Star Wars story, not Star Wars fucking saga. Another number three. Um, also, he summons a lightsaber for a Zoom call and he opens it. Just, poof, just yeah, hate, hate it, hate it, hate it, who, hate it. Like this this, could... this, 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 this scene does not have to be there. She, she can just leave and she will be just an asshole who, who, Let, let's who say left, left him there. Just for
0: argument's sake, let's say that scene is integral to the film. In what who, way? Who, who else could, could that be and it make more sense? Because if it was Jabba the Hutt, that'd be like, oh, that's pretty pretty cool. Do you but want to
1: set up a sequel? Yeah, I don't know. It could be Jabba Hull, sense, could... Does
0: It doesn't make much sense. It'd be even good if it was... Because
1: um... you don't have to do mental gymnastics to explain how he survived being chopped in half.
0: No, it's not that. It's just that that, that, that character has to be someone quite integral. It can't be like Boba Fett or anything like that because, well, obviously you like, you're like like a 13-year-old kid at that point, but it has to be someone who's like quite big. I always thought it was going to be Tarkin because they did the Rogue One thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, all oh, right, that makes sense. But it'd been very interesting to see who that was. Like does anyone have any, any ideas who they would prefer that to be to for it to make more sense or be more interesting, perhaps? I mean... um,
5: to make it oh go ahead Kevin.
0: Oh sorry. I was just going to oh, make that's...
5: a stupid joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well um I guess it's it's like it goes into the whole fan service thing, or just like you know, you, you wouldn't really know Darth Maul was even alive if like if you if you weren't paying attention to Star Wars at that point. So it's like, on the one hand, it makes sense because like if you like, I, I watched through the Clone Wars last year because you know we were all at home, and it's 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 fine. It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's it's something to watch. But you know. Seeing just how much shit they're they're pulling out of out of just that TV show and putting it into the movies, you know, it, it's it's really telling of how much no, they want people to to consume their shit. You know, you gotta you gotta read the books and watch TV shows and play the video games to just have a, even like an understanding of who the character is at this point. And it's so I don't really care who who it would have been. It could have been fucking C three PO for all I cared.
1: He showed up. <laughs> That would have been a good twist. Are you <laughs> fucking good, Kevin? No, that, I want, I want I, no. R two D two. Just, I want it. Like, actually, goes like it's done, and he goes. No, because she <laughs>
0: feels like build out goals that would make that Give us Jar Jar. Prepare,
1: give yeah. us
3: the turn that was supposed to be. Give him, make him oh, Are okay. you subs-
1: are you subscribing Listen. to the Sith th- theory that he's like, actually? <laughs> I mean, oh. this
2: Jar Jar was already well. evil. He, he he elected to give him more power. <laughs> that's evil enough. I Listen.
5: They should have made Darth Maul in this movie Count Dooku so they could have a fucking insane way to explain how he survived getting his head cut off. Because Darth Maul comes back from a seemingly final death. Palpatine comes back from a seemingly final death. Why not Count Dooku? I want it. Give it to well, me. It's, it's, it's actually hilarious. It's very
0: ridiculous. interesting. It's very interesting Alina brings it up because I remember when this film came out, I remember there was a very big rumor. That they didn't know who to choose between Darth Maul or Mace Windu.
1: Mace Windu. And they chose oh.
0: Darth Maul because they could then bring it back into if they wanted to the Clone Wars. Because I know that, that that was getting another revival. They knew that before at the time, but they also knew that it would bring bigger numbers into if they wanted to make a sequel. Now, on reflection. Darth Maul, Mace Windu. I'm fucking there for the Mace Windu thing. That's really interesting. If they did that with a with a fucked up face, they divide because because then you get like lightning, and they had no hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I mean I've just said fucked up face when I, I ridiculed them t- for doing that as well. But I just mean like it's a character.
1: Come on, like you don't. Yeah, not.
0: but I, I just I, the Mace Windu thing interests me so much more because we go down that route of we've we've got a disgruntled Jedi. But they couldn't do that because what they did with Luke. So I I imagine behind the scenes, it was like, we can't go through this again. But I find that so much more interesting to look at that a Jedi who disgruntled has gone underground, and is creating, trying to create an empire. I find that so much more interesting. But, you know, Darth, Darth Maul, and it's not even like performed by Peter, whatever his last name is.
1: Oh yeah, because it's Polish. I know. Fucking yeah, he's, he's casual, actually, casual it's actually he's performed by racism yeah. in here. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's actually performed by physically by Ray Park. Yes, CGI, Peter Seraphinovich.
1: Like that's what yeah, that's it, his name. It,
0: is. It, it's CGI motion capture through for Ray Park, and Sam Whitmore does the voice. It's like it even contradicts its own definition of what that character is. It's like, why did why can't they spend him with makeup like they did in 1999? Why do you have to put him in a fucking mocap? Why Why can't you get the original voice back? You paid them fucking enough. Come on. I'm sorry. The more we talk about this film, the more I think it just like it patronizes like Star Wars fans as well. I feel like we haven't, I don't want to go down it because I feel like I've, I've done this, but I just feel like by definition, this film contradicts and patronizes its own fan base.
3: So you're not at the four star rating, so
0: oh no, that's going to be changed today. Don't worry. I'm going to put, you know what. It's going to be internet. I'm going to put it for a one star. I'm going to do my review tonight as a rewatch. The first rewatch I've done in years. I'm going to say this actually has destroyed Star Wars. It signifies a point in my life where I moved on. I think it's just a one star film. I think everyone, everything that anyone has said today, I fully, I fully would, aside from Jakob, I would fully back.
1: Anyway. <laughs> Happy <laughs> May the 4th. Happy May the 4th, everyone.
5: Sorry. <laughs> How's
1: that? So, How's that fucking national holiday as well? What's all that about? Because it's a big corporation sta- stage- staging a day to uh, to sell more products. Don't you get like emails from HMV trying to sell you like Lego Star Wars? What's that got to do with having a May the Fourth day? Well, because it's May the Fourth, as in May the Force be with you, right? <laughs> no, I get the Ponyak,
0: but what's Lego
1: Star Wars? No, no, it's just like that's that's what the point is to sell you more shit, right?
0: What's I still got to... that. I just I, I was more of a rhetorical question. That's
1: all. Oh, so I, okay. I might as well cut this out because rhetorical <laughs> questions are not supposed to be answered. No, <laughs> but it didn't sound I... it didn't sound like a rhetorical question to me. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so I have a feeling that okay, I got not find 180 characters or less. Hit or shit. I have a feeling of where everyone is. This
0: is not. This is not even uncut gem. This is like shit that's hardened up. <laughs> There's not, there's, not, there's not even classified as, as a fucking stone or a pebble. This is dried up shit. Some, some poor bastard has picked up and, and squeezed it and it's just broken apart in the hands. And you know what? It stinks as well. This film's, this film's the worst film we've picked in this classification of Uncut Gem. And I'm actually disappointed. Wow. It is. It's the worst. Aside from Mission to Mars. Well, the have are been on because you've picked some absolute tosh. This
1: is bad. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you know what this show is about. Like Half of these things are going to be shit. Most of them will be shit. You know, Jakob, if, uh, <laughs> you asked me to come on.
0: I get annoyed by straight away when I say yes, because I have to watch something I don't necessarily like. I get annoyed when we talk about it. I get annoyed when I watch it. And I get annoyed when I, when, I, when I stop listening to it. And we have to stop recording. I have to go back to my normal life. I just get annoyed with this. And this film literally has made it ten times worse. I don't mind talking about Mission to Mars. I don't like... This is generally... This was... I say this. I don't know how Carson feels, but it might have changed now is what we spoke about. This was the hardest film to get through.
1: It was boring shit. (laughs) You gave it four stars some years ago, weren't you? Oh,
0: stop here. But that was was three years (laughs) ago. I don't know. What what, what, what review did I read out the other day? A Quiet Place Mm -hmm. review. That's not me. Yes, it's you. Do something. It's that's you three. Fucking, that's seriously bad.
1: That's like it's you three years ago. Yeah, it was you bad. can't run yeah. from it.
0: I can, I can fucking edit it. That's what I will be doing.
1: <laughs> oh my oh yeah. No, I'll keep it up, but... White why wash the history? All right, <laughs> <Very interesting>, Lucas.
0: <laughs> no, don't you start there because I my <laughs> okay, okay,
1: Kevin, where do you stand on this? Like 180 characters or less. Is is this a gem or is this a is this not a gem? It's still a worth but, your time.
2: It's a that's a it's a hard one. I mean, I guess it, it depends on on how much you love Star Wars. But I'm kind of with Jacob or I'm kinda of, yeah, sorry, I'm not with Jack on that one. Kind of been questioning my love for all those things lately. But I don't know. I mean uh, it's a hit, I guess. I don't know. Not that's great, <laughs> not bad, go. just no one's just gonna judge you for end. it,
1: don't worry. I know it's Uh, difficult in the context of the conversation we just had.
2: Just somewhere in the middle. Not good, not bad. It's just, I'll put it on when I get drunk.
1: Fair enough. That's That's a good shout. Alina, where do you stand?
5: Considering the order of release, anything past Revenge of the Sith is not worth your time. I hate the sequel trilogy so much, and I hate the spinoff so much, and I'm really upset that Disney destroyed Star Wars. I fucking hate that this is what one of the like tenants of my childhood has turned into
0: alina you are a queen and if you were on the star wars podcast we did a few weeks ago you would have literally said everything that came on my mouth
1: so we, you would be dead. essentially hearing the same thing twice <laughs> 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 uh, anyway carson okay like. final thoughts
3: this is not as smelly as Max Landis's shit that we pulled out a few months ago. It still is just oh, yeah. complete and utter <laughs> shit. I will say, if you are a fan of Star Wars and you just want to get jerked off, I'm not going to judge you for it. Oh, but it's God, not something that I would do. It's not something I would recommend. But like, if you just want to go and be like, uh, it says Solo, oh oh. Oh, it says the castle Run. Like, I'm not going to judge you for it. <laughs> but evil. like, that's not going to be me. And that's I would not evil. recommend that for anyone. That's was what i Was
0: that the your impression of a Star Wars fan? That was <laughs> evil.
1: Well, well, I don't really it, think that highly of them, so. I don't know. As it happens, I I, I don't know. I, I've always been a Star Wars fan. And I kind of like being directed <laughs> off by, by, by Star Wars films.
0: We stop using the oral rule sex
1: oh i'm gonna go further than this because <laughs> i, I ha-
0: mean alina no one else has said it tonight so i mean alina have only uh, to refrain from saying it well, everyone well, else had to make a mention of it, this it is,
1: blood boil this is a festival of crass and then you know this is what we're doing here you have to well, how, you know, how
0: can you describe a film jerking you off Oh, Carson did it. First. Oh, watch
1: that solo. Happens. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, what is this, it's doing like... other... this film, I don't know how you describe film... this other than jerking off nerds. Yeah. And, but then, like but then I call it, but I draw a line at the Darth Maul sequence because I, I'm, as I, as much as I appreciate being jerked off, it's, 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 the fingers going somewhere that it's not supposed to go. I, I would draw a line there. So I, that's, I have felt. The, the, see that there it is. <laughs> but anyway, I, th- I, just <laughs> hold on. Final thoughts. <laughs> I actually like, I actually like solo. I, I have no problems with the film as a whole. I see quite a lot that I like in there. I, I I have massive problems with Disney as a as a thing, and I and I do see why. It made the money it made, and and now stands like this massive as this massive disappointment because it kind of deserves to be there, like for I don't know multiple reasons. But I have fun watching this. Sue me. So yeah, that's it. I don't know. You want ah. to say something?
0: I <laughs> maybe a few of us in this call tonight have gone very much against this film and they have used certain terminology, as I've mentioned, and 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 basically destroyed it. And what's broke my heart in the last 15 minutes of this is that I feel like I have heard you, I've envisioned you outside the toy store, looking at all these toys, mm-hmm. as, a, as a young Jakob wanting to love this, and I've shit on it every single second. And in a way, I feel like I've shit on your childhood you've just said that I, I love this film, I'm a fan of this film and yeah. I can't help but just think of like destroying young well, you,
1: kids you'll, you'll, ha- you'll have to go to bed with this thought now because you know I'll I well, live
0: with it I might tear up but I'll fucking live with it already. I
1: did stand uh, outside of toy shops looking at these things and yeah. I did stand only outside of toy shops because my parents weren't fucking loaded and I didn't have money to have these toys <laughs> oh. so that's all I had <laughs> Uh, the other like reason why
4: you
3: like these it, films back in the oh, yeah. 1800s it was hard to get a job to be fair oh so. you got well. there the, before i did
0: as well i was just gonna say yeah. like it must have been the I've other been, reason why you probably like these films Kevin, is because you watch them in germany when shit you were that's younger happening you here can every them.
1: week every week like, uh, this, this this happens here like the casual ageism Fucking, i don't even know Look, um, the one
0: thing you've got on us, we didn't get to see it in 1977, the premiere. That's one thing you've got over us. We have hindsight, you don't, you were there. It's difficult, I understand it. It's your childhood. I don't, I don't, I I
1: don't it. think it was released in Poland in 1977, because in 77, Poland was a fucking communist utopia. It oh, has to go
0: down the politics <clears> route, doesn't <clears> so,
1: I? But I was told that I was at the uh, premiere of the Raiders of the Lost Ark when, I, when my mum was eight months pregnant or something like that. My 1981? no because it's poland it ha- it, was, it was a few years behind we had 80s when you guys had 90s <laughs> no,
0: that, that explains a lot for the shit you like and it i does. emphasize shit it does it does
3: yeah because but... we wouldn't make fun of you and we wouldn't be here if we didn't love you so like think Ow. about that like you we say... are all
0: agreeing you to be on a podcast that? about I'm solo i don't like the you film i'm, 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 I'm oh. no obligation to be here i don't like the film
3: okay jack <laughs> you can lie though <laughs> yeah so, yeah you know. say it all the so, time
5: uh, we bully out of love.
3: Yes. we well, bully out of love. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's
1: what my bullies used to say in school. <laughs>
3: Um, Except you film yeah. Twitter, I bully you because I genuinely hate you. You genuinely annoy me, but like, agreed, Jacob, I love you though. <laughs>
1: See, there you go. Anyway, so with that, I think okay. So I mean, like, it's it's like I have this shit written every week, and I'm like, like I'm not gonna get through this. Solo is available globally on Disney Plus. Go and fucking watch it there. <laughs> Pay money to Disney. Anyway. No one paid to
0: go in the fucking cinema, so I wouldn't advertise it anymore. Because the fuckers aren't going there to go watch, either.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you don't want to fork out on the dough for a monthly subscription, you can rent it and buy it wherever you can, please. I'm sure. I'm sure it's in the Pound Store anywhere. I'm not sure it's in the Pound Store. Even in like the uh, we like Entertainment Exchange (CEX) shops, it's still quite expensive. I think because it's a Disney property. And which, by the way, it has physical releases, which is I don't know the Blu- Blu-ray releases, respectable, quite a few special features if you're into that shit. A CX um, makes
0: me feel makes me feel itchy when I go in there. I don't go in those very,
1: stores. It's very sticky. <laughs> it is. It makes me feel itchy. I don't go in those stores, it's very stick, especially when you have like lots of people in there. It smells like like a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of sweaty fat people in there with neck beards. Anyway,
0: stop because I I, I, and I, I me this is not browsing for Blu-rays. Already make mention of my way I say I don't want to be in there like smelly fat people. Stop, just stop going. Stop making any derogatory remarks about other people. Please,
1: I'm, I'm not a faddist because my BMI is in the 30s, so I'm allowed. I don't know
0: what that means, but I'm, I'm not probably any better. Uh,
1: <laughs> anyway, so I think I think this is it. I think we've we've done it. We've turned Jack into having the same opinion as Carson yet again. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, did we start having, the, we
0: didn't. No, because the, the idea
1: before it was like, oh yeah, I'm going, I'm going to like, what was the phrase you used? I'm going to fight the corner. That's what you said. I don't think I did. What?
0: I think you're making that up.
1: It, I think it, I think it's on record.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sure. fight if the I corner. The gonna, Star Wars film, I would rather have my head shoved mm-hmm. up my ass. And a week later, I was made to watch Solo, which I originally liked. And then I began to hate it as soon as we saw it on like this. So if anyone's got their fucking opinion and life ruined during this
1: episode, it's me. <laughs> you're welcome. Because <laughs> I'm knocking on the Star like you like, after this. Oh, I like this. And then Carson doesn't like it. And you're like, fucking, I need to fucking rationalize hating this. Because we like, the world's not going to be There's right no if you don't have it. <laughs>
0: I, I'm not coming on another Star Wars episode. I'm saying you can put, you can keep, I'm not coming on another one. I'm I done. I don't after think this. we have
1: another one. Oh no, we're doing. We're I back I back I, back I don't
0: care if it comes out next year. I'm not watching it. I'm <laughs> done. I'm not going on this podcast again, talking about it.
1: <laughs> I can't
0: feel. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> I can't be told I'm watching it. Hate every day leading up to it. Finally watching it the day before or on the day, hating it, dreading talking about it, and then rationalizing hatred on a podcast. I've got to live my life after this. Didn't, and I'm gonna have to watch Line of Duty to sort of like stop. Didn't, didn't and it's gonna annoy
1: me more because I've missed it tonight. Uh didn't we want to do next year Attack of the Clones? No, I like how
3: you said we you used yeah. a we as <laughs> I've never and I'm
1: said that. fully what, into
5: doing Attack of the Clones we, off
3: the line. See, we'll see go. how
1: we Sounds feel next year. We I <laughs> mean see. we as a show. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think uh, it might
0: veto that. I think if you guys want to do it, that's fair enough. I won't be there. But it's that's got one not good a Disney film, you
1: know. Like you can, you can rationalize this. No, and say, it's got yeah. one good so, thing. I like, I like so.
0: the theme tune. I love theme tune of the nights. It is actually a piece of shit. <laughs> nothing is 150 minutes long and nothing happens in it.
1: Yep. And
0: you know. Oh, well, but again,
1: it, <laughs> isn't it, that what just happened in Solo? See, you know, and it, you have to. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's time to wrap this up. We can we can get the phone wherever you please. I don't know at sticky CX shops in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's it. So where can we find all y'all on social media? Kevin.
2: Uh, you can find me at Letterboxd or Twitter at CKKevin24. CK Kevin, one of those two.
1: Cool. Um Alina?
5: I'm at Alina Folds everywhere
1: very nice uh jack where can we find you uh,
0: i'm on letterbox and twitter with the username at Jet Luke Sharp, and i will be changing my review for this film almost immediately
1: okie dokie carson
0: uh
3: you can find me on twitter at bp underscore movie reviews or just letterboxd it's just carson Tamar.
1: Okay, and you can find me at Talkable Film on Twitter and you can also, and then uh, at the, as Jakob Flash on Letterboxd, you can also read all our stuff on Clapper at www.clapperltd.co.uk and then you can find you know all of these people who you heard today, they also have other stuff going on, so go in their bios on Twitter, read their stuff, they're amazing folks. Um, yeah, so you can also follow the show on Twitter and in Instagram, at Uncut Gems Pod, so make sure to follow like and retweet our stuff because it helps you can also please rate and review our stuff wherever you listen to the to the show say pod, on spotify or on apple because that helps uh you know develop our audience so if you want to get in touch with us you can also send us an email at uncutgemspod.com so you know if you want to uh, talk about talk about disney or you know star wars that's 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 how that's how you should do it um, you can also tweet at us if you want, uh, and you should also consider supporting the show at koficom uncut that's co ficom slash and help us keep the lights on. And of course, if you want to receive more content from us, uh, at Clapper, you should also think about joining our brand new Patreon channel over at patreon.com slash Clapper LTD. That's patreon.com Clapper LTD uh so just a little reminder we did have like a three-hour discussion about star wars the other day uh, which should be live as, as you're hearing this and if you're hearing this like years from now it's definitely still still up there to, to uh, you know up for grabs so go for it it's amazing um, Jesus. we also have
3: non-star wars content
1: we also don't have want any more of this yeah. there is other stuff on there so, <laughs> so if you're listening Thanks on so the drop that. date in the next week there's going to be classic Cap- clappercast i think dropping around that time so be sure to uh to go there it's, it, it, it's going to be really really fun this stuff stuff there is is it, it, really something else so be sure to tune in next week when we'll be finally talking about Miami Vice which we were supposed to talk the other day but we didn't um, so don't make sure you don't miss out miss it because I think the conversation is going to be superb because uh, I, I know who's in it so it's going to be amazing but I'm, I'm going to leave this a, a little bit of a surprise hello anyway for now I hope you all have a fabulous day